Hello and welcome to Jam Presents, a podcast series by me, Mike Gro- You know all this already. This special end-of-year ramble is completely unscripted, so we apologise in advance for wasting your time. Hang on, let me click this. So, yeah, currently my mic is propped up on an engineering book. No. Uh, a book on the Zodiac Killer and two Guitar Hero games. That got cooler as it went down, didn't it? No, it's all it's all the same temperature. Dickhead. That's what I have to put up with everyone. We've not even like introduced this or anything yet. Well, this is gonna be the end of year ramble. Ramble, I quite like that to be honest. It was gonna be an end of year party or what does Spotify call it? Unwrapped. And I thought that's quite clever because it's jam presents or jam presents unwrapped. <laughs> Mate, that's two jokes we've made in like I said shut it down. Seconds. Shut it down. One minute the rest long. of it's just going to be shit. <laughs> um, I should clarify when I say no edit run. If you start talking about like you know your your hate for certain people or you know I can I can cut stuff out. I just I don't want to be adding all. Um, oh, you, you'll you'll turn around and say, "Remember that rhubarb and custard cartoon when we were kids?" That theme tune, <laughs> and there's me like, "Fuck!" Now I've got to go through YouTube. And find Weirdly, that. I don't have many notes, if if any at all. That's good, because I um, have very few too. I do want to know what your notes are, though, because it's really interesting that we've decided to do this as, as a sort of no, we've got nothing. This is so, we're so underprepared for this. And yet here we are talking about 2021. And there's a lot that's happened. And I didn't know whether or not we go through the months. I genuinely can't remember what months took place when. I know the order of them. That's fairly easy. But there's, My name's in, in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Jason Uary. Yeah. July, no, August, I know. July, September, August, September. Exactly. I know, mate. I'm just being a dickhead. Standard. December. That's my favourite month. Um. Yeah, there's just a few things that I just remember from the year. That's all, and just stuff I just remember, but even not from this year. Just generally, I, I really hope it's like March thirteenth, seven forty-five p.m. Took a really big shit. No, can you remember? Like this is this isn't even twenty twenty-one. <laughs> this is fantastic what a start it's, a, it's an end it of just, year wrap it, 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 it popped into my head the other day <laughs> can you remember those air fresheners that are turtle wax which was an actual 3D turtle no with wheels as legs. oh shit yeah I re- or is that just the turtle wax logo that I'm remembering but, yeah but it was the turtle wax okay. logo but, it's, but it's, they it's made like a, like a 3D air freshener I'd love one of those now. You know when you think, <laughs> you know when you think like, um, it's like anything, isn't it? Like nothing ever lasts because you think, oh, because you're living in the present, you know? So you're like, oh, like physical media, oh, there's no point in having it. But in 20 years time, like, oh, I wish I, you know. Wish I still that. had the copy of. I wish such. I still had Turtle Wax Air Fresheners. Yeah. Why, the- why don't they make them though? They've got 3D printers so you can bang them out. Bang them out, spray them with a bit of links. <laughs> That's exactly it. Just nostalgia. And at the same time, you're getting the Lynx Africa smell that everybody wants to reminisce. Because you don't necessarily want to wear that, but yeah. you want to be able to smell it and remember like, your teenagers. I mean, all this talk about NFTs, why isn't there a Turtle Wax NFT? Think what you could do with that turtle. It's, it's already a brand. Is it still a brand? I don't know. Is it still around? Yeah, Got Turtle Wax still exists. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Surely you can do something with that turtle. Anyway. But then legally or illegally, like... Are you suggesting that the Turtle Wax company should make the NFT or we make the NFT and just rip off? 
Oh, no, so we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get sued to death. <laughs> yeah, and they'll sue us for the actual value of that NFT, which is like three million, and then we'll probably only get about two thousand pounds from it. So, yeah. Anyway, NFTs what, what, is a big thing in twenty twenty one though. That's what, probably it was. Good, yeah. That's what I was aiming for. That's a, like it's that's just a, a sec- that's yeah. the segue that I looked looked for. Big walk around to get to NFTs. What is your view on NFTs? Then should we just start with that? You you want to know my honest opinion? Yeah, I think I'm not intelligent enough to get my head around them. And for that reason, because I'm so ignorant, they're fucking stupid. Um, because they're probably really clever. There's probably something really good about them. I don't like the idea that with any sort of crypto and things like that, with um, rainforest burn, burning down and the fact that they're using so much electricity yeah, and all that work? sort of thing. The rainforest doesn't burn down when you make an F- NFT, does it? I don't think that there's someone actually going to but, strike a match. And no, I don't think that's. The oh case. no, someone's bought a cartoon ape again. Let's uh, go and kill some actual apes. Yeah, yeah. Each cartoon ape, an actual ape dies, or do they get find an actual ape and then dress him up like the NFT? So there's like <laughs> apes in the Amazon with like weird like star glasses on, and well, maybe you've just hit on some hats. gold. Like, what if then? By buying our NFTs, although oh, we'll burn down me, the trees. Gold. Remind me, Wiki Gold, that's the one to say. That is one to, that is one to talk about. So um, I think, well, what if we create those NFTs and by people buying them, we actually go and rescue the apes before we set fire to their trees? So we might be destroying your forests, but you get this nice little picture and Jason's got a house full of monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Although I've seen the Jonathan Creek episode and that doesn't end well when there's that a house of monkeys. Well. So... Mm. Um, do you see Keanu Reeves got asked that question about what? NFTs, not about House of Monkeys? <laughs> what he thought of Jonathan Creek? <laughs> yeah, is he a big fan of Jonathan Creek? Um, he came up with a really good answer. Okay, I'm I'm literally googling it now and stalling time. Yeah, just put some just to get the exact quote. Because what he said was exactly how I feel. Oh, and but you can't remember it because you actually feel it because Keanu Reeves feels it. Basically, I'm saying me and Keanu Reeves are basically the same person. You do look a bit like him. Um, I wish. That that man is you ageless. Look like, you look like Bill and Ted, Keanu. <laughs> oh, oh, do you know, we have to, have to come back to it. Well, no, no, no. Just sort of put it in your words and then we'll compare how your words differ to Keanu. He's basically saying <laughs> how art should be appreciated and not for some internet bros to see as an investment. Or something like that, or you know. Okay, it was, that's nice. Yeah, it was good to be like art is there to be. Well, we yeah we've we've had the conversation in the past. Let's be honest. I am not going to buy a picture of a fucking cartoon monkey, or I'm not going to buy a picture of. Um, I don't I didn't even know some of these NFTs. You, you well, you buy art a... because you enjoy the art. You don't yeah. buy art because you see it as a. Absolutely, and this is why I would rather have my house plastered with. Imagine you had a signed picture from. Um, Who's at Gravity Falls? Alex Hirsch is it? It, yeah. it did Gravity Falls. Now imagine Matt Groening. Fuck me, The Simpsons was massive. If you could get like something signed by them and have that on your wall and be like, yeah, when friends come over, you could say, you know, that might be worth, I don't know, a few hundred pound. But I wouldn't just buy something just because someone on the internet has said it's worth a shitload more than it is. And that's what it is. Internet bros is quite a good. I'm not, look, I'm not. I'm not knocking it. Fuck me. If I could make several million off of pictures. It's, it's so the Mona Lisa, probably the arguably the most famous 
probably the most famous painting in the world. Well, yeah, yeah. Just, just general piece of art in the mm. world. Yeah. But then you've got these apes or these, I don't know what other ones are, but just, you know, general ones that seem like a roulette wheel because you don't get what you pay for. You get a combination of a algorithm, don't you? Yeah, you're getting numbers, but also... So it's like opening a sticker sticker book pack. And again, like, oh, shiny. it's, it's Pokemon shiny. cards. It's, it's, it's digital Pokemon cards, isn't it? But yeah. in that case, at least with the Pokemon cards, you, it's decent Pokemon. Whereas NFT world, you could have a picture of the fucking queen doing a headstand. Well, actually, that's quite a good one. Think of a shit one. The queen just doing a normal stand on her own two feet. That's not good. And yet, yeah, the algorithm says... Oh, this is it. I'm, and I do get like, because there was that, like... Digital art, I fully appreciate there is a is a, a market for digital art. Yeah. Because there, was it was it what was his name? Was it Beeple? Someone like that. It was like a, a famous digital artist. And he sold his collection for like 16 million. Whoa. And that's like But you own the exclusive rights and the re... Yeah, but when you look at his art though, is obviously that's <laughs> gonna like sound bad now, but he's obviously put time into it. Yeah. It's not a computer with a picture of a cartoon ape no and with randomized glasses on you know no and so stally created nfts didn't he honest but you can do it with an app and you can create yeah. like two a yeah. day and but then you say that the, the, the value of that is like they say beauty is in the eye of the, the beholder. beholder yeah it's the same thing with nfts like i'm not looking at that ape being like fucking hell that's good <laughs> you know where you you know and you could say that about banksy you look at some banksy stuff but banksy is so simple that it's usually got a deeper social commentary behind it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, people appreciate it for the message and not for the actual art. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The message, if that's a current message or a message for the time, time, yeah. of, you know, it happened. Um, but I don't think anyone can look at those, like, I don't think anyone could look at 90% of NFTs and be like, that is an experience. Because you should feel something an art, shouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. I'm not saying you feel ethanol and every piece of art, but you know, people should look at something and experience something, shouldn't they? Yeah, and 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 it's about the usage as well. Like you, and and that is the art world is is a clusterfuck as well. There are people. I mean, if you took oh, hundred percent, it's it's all um subjective. Like I could just throw a shit against the wall and say. That's yes, but my it, social commentary on if, shits against walls. If you do that, most people would go, that's crap. If someone, well, literally, it literally is crap. There we are. Like, but if, point, someone, point if someone else was to do that, Tracy Emin and her bed, for example, my bed looks like that every fucking day. Whereas <laughs> the thing that she put together, because she's already made a name for herself, because people are already like, yeah, that, that's, that's a real meaning there, because she's already got that name, it almost makes people want it just because they want it's it's a social it's a status thing isn't it it's a but we just going further down the rabbit hole now we are like not nfts it's just going on to like dickhead art yeah but what we're saying is basically we are artists all of our podcasts from 2021 will be available as an nft (laughs) i don't even know if you can make an audio nft own me as an nft um well, that we and, and we can be bought. Let's be honest. Um, and 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 this is something I wanted to sort. Of, we we have joked and we have had a laugh over the last 
few i think we've our confidence has sort of increased and, and we've become a bit more relaxed if you go back and listen to heaven forbid you go back and listen to the crap audio from murder in small town x but um at the time it was very much right we're doing this for ourselves. we might get one or two listeners and did we, we ever see- did we ever like just cut you in then because obviously we've only been doing this for a year we've been recording for about a year. year yeah we've only released did we stuff ever, since february did we ever like discuss how we actually recorded those first few episodes because I, I think i think right so the very first audio i mentioned and that i'm i think i might apologize about it i think i might have cut in some audio because this is this is it was insane wasn't it so let me finish my point before we get on to hold that very thought but what i was going to get on to say was that we became more relaxed we became and we often joke don't we about our sponsorship and all that sort of thing we have looked into it and to be honest with sponsorship comes a lot of adverts with adverts comes a lot of disgruntled listeners i like to claim that's the case it's not so you're because, saying they, they can't afford us is that yeah but that is actually because you need a shitload of listeners to actually get people to want to advertise with you but i'm saying it now if anybody wants a mention on our podcast just buy me a coffee um <laughs> I'm joking. We can't be bought. We'll um, be on cameo next. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's another thing. This is gonna be. This oh, is gonna we will. Five we will talk, we will like talk cameo because cameo is fucking fantastic. Um. So yeah, forget that. Park that. Um. Sponsorship. It's it's not happened. It's it's one of these that you. I mean, we're dreaming if that ever happens. Obviously, um, one day we want to quit our jobs and just become full time podcasters. But uh, until we've got millions of people watching uh, Murder in Small Town X and Murder Island, then um that dream will have to wait for a little bit and we'll carry on doing what we do. But um, going back to what you were about to, or we were about to discuss, which I can't remember is what now? I honestly don't know. <laughs> I said, hold that thought and I forgot it. Um, fuck. Oh, wait, we're talking about, oh, recording, how we recorded. Right, so, and this is a treat because the very first conversation we had, we, I think we were on a Teams call on our works computers and it was just a conversation between us. We're like probably talking about something else. And then we went on to say, oh, we could just try um, getting our heads together and, and pulling something together, you know, a podcast on say Murder in Small Town X. And that's where we first said, well, okay, let's start recording now. So I hit the record button on Teams and it's through shit microphones on our computers um the audio is very much i don't know it's like yes it's it sounds shit um and you're basically saying and we've we've said this a few times people know this already but you're like um explaining the premise of murder in small town next to me which was like where we were like yeah that sounds amazing we do need to do something about that and we looked into it and at the time i was very much like i don't know how seriously we're going to take this so we set it up that we would have our phones next to us because our phone mic, believe it or not, iPhone microphones are phenomenal, really, considering. But we had our phones open on the voice memo app. We had a Teams call going between us, or a Zoom call going between us, and we would count down. Count down. down. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. And we both press the red button at the same time to start recording. And then Jason would have to upload his audio and send it to me. Um, and I would have to find the five, four, three, two, one. And when we're recording and try and get it, that they were lined up. There were multiple occasions where that wouldn't happen. I had to teach myself like how to use audacity and everything else. 
And it wasn't until maybe episodes five, six or seven that I realized that, you know, there's a better way of doing this. We can use um, free software and even Audacity itself would have been better. But eventually I looked into it and, and Zoom records your audio and splits your audio into different channels. So your audio now comes through as a separate file to mine. And yeah, it's costing about £15 a month. So the, the podcast itself is, is cost negative to us. It's very much costing at least £15 a month, plus whatever the hosting fees are on, on Podbean, plus the microphone and all this other shit. Um, so we're, we've definitely made a loss, or we've definitely made a loss this year on it. But um, th- there's also something. So with the recording, it did. And that's why audio got significantly better as we went on. We bought better microphones and we, we, um, we used better software. But do you remember the episode where I think it was maybe six, seven or eight of Who Done It? I think. And I had this new mic and I had a pop filter. Oh. And the pop filter was slightly too close where I'd adjusted the microphone distance. It was in a buzz or something, wasn't and it? It was a vibrating. It was rubbing against the mic as I was sat there talking. So for the whole hour of my audio, there were there was a rubbing sound every and I couldn't isolate that sound at all because every time I spoke the rubbing would be would be stronger, and the only sort of thing I could think was we've either got to redo it or I've just got to apologise at the start of the episode. Now I have listened to podcasts in the past where people have said and I did and you know murder in because I was like apologies for the audio but I am proud of what we make and I am I I don't want to sort of release it and just say fuck it that'll do even though you know we're not doing this if this was a job you know fuck it that'll do <laughs> even though I'm not editing for this one but the um I actually listened to the whole thing in my headphones and repeated every single word back to myself so I'd basically be listening to a section where it would go yeah, I can't believe that. Did you see that, Jason? Or whatever it may be. And then I would be then repeating that back into the microphone, re-recording it. So there is an episode out there between episodes one and 40. I don't know which one it is, um, where we're not talking to each other. We've already had the conversation and I've isolated your audio. And my audio is completely fresh, recorded two days later. I, I've listened to it. Yeah. And I didn't even realise. You wouldn't know which one it was. No, you. it, it wasn't until after. And I was like, listen to that and tell me what you think. And you're like, yeah, good episode. And then you're, you're putting fake laughs in. <clears throat> yeah, oh, oh, honestly, I can hear the laughs and I'm going, <laughs> oh, amazing. Amazing. Um, it was one of my biggest and best achievements. It was, um, it was ridiculous. But that was one of those sort of stories that I've learned my lesson. So in, like, if anything like that happens again, I'm just going to quit, you know? Well, just quit generally. Yeah, I think so. The, the other one that the sort of, in terms of like what we're talking about um the sort of process or or, or the, the the stuff we've done um the last episode i finished ep- editing episode five of killer camp yesterday um because it's due out on monday and i think it may have been the hardest edit of all because it's that end of year blues it's that end of year wind down it's the final one we've watched it all and always the final episode is always the hardest to to do mm-hmm. Because every time I listen back to an episode um, in advance, it's really easy because I'm, or, or before the season ends, because I've not watched the next episode yet. So I will always try and do it so that I watch, um, uh, yeah, I watch, then we record, and then I edit before I watch the next one. But with the final episode, because there's not another one to come, I'm not asked. And when I listen back, I'm like, I really give a shit. I know who the winner is. I've seen it. And then I listen back to it, and there's bits, and I'm thinking, oh, 
But equally at the same time, like on, and, and to be honest, in the last two episodes, I think we had, we may have had our most fun, like in Killer Camp in the last few episodes. I think in episode five, I sound lazier. I say fuck a lot more. Honestly, I'm going, oh, fucking Is that hell. just because it's December? Maybe, maybe. And because we've got to the end, but then I'm listening back and normally I would tidy some of that audio up. Normally I'd listen back and I'd think, oh, maybe don't include that. But then look, looking at the figures for this, and this this was Murder Island. We didn't do an edit on Murder Island. I was quite conscious not to put too many Fs and Jeffs. So with that, you know, we got hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of listens. But with Killer Camp, I was honestly sat there yesterday and I was clicking away and I was thinking, should I include that? Shouldn't I include that? And I just kept thinking, I don't care. I, I literally don't care for the 50 people that might be listening to it. And that's not, that's not disrespect to the people that are listening to it. But I know people are listening to that, not because they're diehard Killer Camp fans. It's largely because they want to hear us chat shit about the show itself because what i don't think there are many diehard killer camp fans out there you know i might be wrong it, it did exceed my expectations it's a darn sight better than i want or, or thought it would be mm -hmm. but i do believe that's because we've got this thing um and we've got the the com the conversation not just between us but with people on twitter and things yeah, like definitely, that definitely yeah yeah and i don't think and that goes for a lot of it to be honest the murder game would not have been I would have really, really struggled with the murder game if that was just, we're going to watch it and that's it. Um, in fact, I would have given up after episode one. So as we're on, before we start talking random stuff then, generally yeah. this has been a, a great year for us. Like in, in terms of like, uh, well, I don't even know what the word, personal growth, personal- I think so, yeah, because know, obviously you, you went to Australia for two years. Yeah. And during that time, we we're always like, we need to do something. If you ever come back, we need to do something. Because we've always thought that we're um, not wasted. I'm not saying we're wasted. It's the fact that we wanted to prove something to ourselves, maybe. Yeah. So that our sort of common interests are video games, movies, TV, and watching all sorts of random shit on so YouTube and listening to... Although we're 34 we got the same interests as a 16 year old. Yeah. Yeah. My right arm's probably about the same sort of size as <laughs> the dirty tissues in my bed. Sorry. Um, Art. <laughs> Art. Yeah, it's Tracy Emin. Um, you, no, you're absolutely right. And I think it's one of those that we, we're obviously, and um, look, there are loads of people in um, certain circles which are a lot older than us. And I think mm. they've, you know, studied for it and they've, grown with the trends and, and with the sort of curve and everything like that. But we're, um, we're always looking at people and thinking that oh, we could have done that. We could replicate that. And I think proof is actually, and we'll come to it, Wikigold, um, which a lot of people listening are probably thinking, what the fuck are you on about Wikigold? Cause we've mentioned it twice now. Um, but yeah, there have been several conversations in actual fact, it's probably time to talk about Wikigold because we've always said that we, we if we are born, a little bit later. This is it. This is exactly it. We would have got on the YouTube craze. We would have got on the Twitch craze. We'd have probably been cancelled four times already. Yeah. But we, I think we would maybe, if we were a bit younger, we maybe have pushed that quicker. Yeah. I don't think I'd have been as involved in the job I actually do on the railway. And that's not taking anything away because if we've got railway fans on, no, I don't mean that. But yeah, we, we, we are invested in our job so much that we've been doing it for 16 odd years now. But imagine we'd been doing 16 years doing this sort of thing. Creative content, like regardless yeah. of what it is. 
if that's videos, if that's streaming, if that's... But back in 2003, it wasn't really a big thing. No, because it? YouTube didn't even exist. No, exactly. I remember I remember YouTube first coming about in about 2005. I think six, we said this before. What was your like first that? YouTube video you watched? Uh, do you know what? I remember where it was. I can't remember the exact videos, but we were on... It was when we were on The Apprenticeship and we had a computer suite and we had, what, maybe um, 10 computers in that... Um, yeah. In that... Sort of room, wasn't it? Yeah, just... Like this, double room. Yeah, so we went in there... And um, yeah, someone just said, oh, have you heard of YouTube? I'm like, no, actually. I, That's mad, isn't it? Have you heard of YouTube? I, I think um, Yuri, Yuri Lane is a harmonica um, beatboxer or something, beatbox harmonica player or something like that. Um, and I, I remember distinctly watching that video on YouTube. I don't know whether or not that was that exact moment where it's like, this is amazing. But what I did watch frequently actually was um, because I had a copy of it on my computer and I think someone was like, oh, search any sort of video. You know, basically before this, we used to get videos off LimeWire and you would be risking your fucking, your family <laughs> computer to try and get a video that you thought was going to be the right video and then you open it and it's just something so dodgy. But I remember having um, Elton John and Alan Partridge do don't go breaking my heart on like the comedy awards or something like that. And you've got Alan Partridge flowing glitter over out and John and stuff. It was, oh, it was fantastic. But that was a video that I'd downloaded off of LimeWire after watching it on TV, you know, several weeks before. And then you see, shit, I can get that online. I can save it to my computer. And days before YouTube, mate, I'd watch that video like every other day because it just made me laugh so much. Now, if I watch something on YouTube, that's fucking gone. You don't watch that again, do you? you know? Um, this was back when yeah, I had maybe five or six videos on my computer, and now this, how many billion there are in the but world? But this is it, like the fact that you can just go on YouTube now and there's just millions of billions. And, that, of... and that's it. I remember finding that video on there as well and just being like, yep. And, and, and the, you know, and the fact that people, you know, people's made a, a career out of making content. Yeah. And some of it is just like, I wish I'd come up with it. Because yeah. it's so simple. Like people play with Kinder eggs and kids lap it up. Yeah. It's like four year olds just addicted to watching people opening Kinder eggs and stuff. Yeah, and it's probably not like it's not right, is it? Like that you're exploiting the fact that it's not right, but in there. I would be all over that. <laughs> but the dollars are coming in, so yeah, to buy so more what, Kinder eggs. So what you're saying, uh, we should get a podcast aimed at children. So we should almost be educating children about murder reality TV shows. And <laughs> I'm just saying buy a lot of Kinder eggs. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Well, look, we, we sort of, we, that's another thing we should touch upon because we foolishly, and we will get to Wiki Gold, but we foolishly thought. You're um, hyping it up like it's a massive thing. It fucking it. Are you joking? Oh, no. I've cried myself to sleep about it. Yeah. Don't worry. I, I, honestly, I struggled. Like that night when I found all that stuff out, it felt like I'd been told that, you know, fucking dog had died or something. It was yeah. horrific. I was like, this is a dream of ours. Anyway, we'll get onto it. We are building it up. Um, but uh, the, again, it's gone. I can't remember what I was going to say. Fuck. This is. It's because no I keep notes. cutting in. Yeah, I think I, yeah. But normally right. when you cut in, it's fine because I've got like a, a, a Word document open with the things I want to chat about. Um, but should we just talk Wiki Gold and then it's Go gone on. and we don't have to keep saying, you know. Um, and that other thing might come back to me. I genuinely can't remember what it was, but it doesn't matter. Um, it probably will. It's one of those that, like, you know, we've just set up this massive sort of whatever. Hang out. Um, probably was an interesting story because I was going to tell it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so yeah, wiki gold, wiki gold. Um, I set up a Twitter account back in 2014. This is how long ago we were having these conversations. So this was, this was before we worked together. As in, you and Directly I for each other. So yeah, this this is where literally we only started working together closely in 2015. So in 2014, we were having these conversations. I mean, our life is built around our phones and, and text messages and things like that. Um, and that's how we, you know, that's, that's, that's how our relationship formed. We, we've just been texting ideas to one another every day for maybe 10 to 15 years or whatever it may be. Um, I remember actually that when I got the iPhone, iPhone three or iPhone three G or whatever it was called. And, um, that's when we started texting quite a lot. Cause I message Oh no, maybe, no, that might've been before I message even, um, Anyway, long story short, I'll, I'll move past that. We got to 2014 and um, it was very much a conversation we had where I think we probably started sending each other links to Wikipedia articles, didn't we? There was one that stands yeah. out in my mind quite specifically as around the Brazilian guys who were found dead on top of a hill. Oh, with um, um, was it lead in their boots or? Like or helmets, or, helmets or, or, yeah, or... like... Basically, it looked as though they'd been struck by lightning, but they had instructions in the top pocket of their coats, which um, coordinates or something. Wasn't exactly. It? And it was all this big mystery about were they time travelers? Were they just nutcases? You know, there's a lot more to it than that. And, you know, I'm remembering this from sort of 2014. So forgive me for the detail. But it was at that moment we're like, why isn't there someone online doing a podcast on YouTube, whatever it may be? or even on just on Twitter, and this is why we opened the Twitter account, to say, here's an interesting Wikipedia article. And it's, it's just some madness. Yeah, it, and basically. The, the reason, it's not just any, you know, Wikipedia has its own function where it does like a random article. But if you go on the random articles and it just says Ecuador, you're like, oh, so what? Like, I, there's nothing interesting about mm -hmm. Ecuador. There's probably lots interesting about Ecuador, but not that's grabbing our attention, like these guys that have been electrocuted on the top of a hill um, from Brazil. Or, Anyway, um, so we started grabbing things. The other one, who was the chap? Um, D.B. Cooper. D.B. Cooper. I mean, that's quite a famous case. And it generally. is, it is. But equally, that's only become a lot more talked about in recent times. Oh, she was on Loki as well, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. Loki was D.B. Cooper in, in one of the episodes. Spoiler alert for anyone who's not watched it. Um, although it doesn't give much away, to be honest. Um, so the premise was that we were going to set up a Twitter account that every few hours, every day, every, whatever it may have been, we thought, why not start tweeting about, um, these articles because it didn't really fit with what we were doing at the time. We were both really busy with work. And to be honest, that was, it was pre COVID, you know, we've obviously found a lot more time on our hands and that's why we started this podcast was because of COVID. Um, and we had a lot of time stuck indoors. Um, it was only earlier this year that we sort of said, well, Let's start um, picking Wiki, Wiki Gold back up. The reason it's called Wiki Gold, by the way, is because it's obviously entries from Wikipedia. But it's we we would be mining for the gold because that's often what you say. Oh, there's some gold here. There's some gold. You know, oh, this post it's gold or whatever. It's just a you know slang term for something interesting, something good, something funny, whatever it may be. Oh, that's gold. So Wiki Gold would put the two things together, and we went away and said, all right, based on the success of what we've done with Murder in Small Town X, um, Murder Island, it's, uh, sorry, the murder game and, and who done it and whatnot. Let's start looking at, at picking that back up. And actually I'd been compiling, I think I've got about 180 Wikipedia articles. And I was like, well, that's, you know, we've got two a day there basically. Um, uh, so, sorry, 
one every two days there at a very minimum. And what we could do is actually just do it every day and give ourselves six months and come up with a new article. The idea being that we would get to that point where we would have a podcast every week and we would be discussing two or three of those, a handful of those. Do we delve into it? Do we read the Wikipedia article out? Do we just talk about, do we go off, you know, do we, and there was, uh, I've got scripts, I've got all sorts written for down the rabbit hole, or uh, I think there's another one where it's panning for gold or whatever it may be, where we talk about where we've stumbled upon. Because let's be honest, the reason we were finding these Wikipedia articles was because you'd click on one link, you'd then find a shitload more. You'd watch a YouTube video, you'd hear something and you'd take that bit and you'd go and look for it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Or you'd yeah. read a post on Reddit where people are like, what's some of the most fucked up things that have happened in history? And then you start clicking the links and finding it. And it's like, these, whilst available in these forums, on Reddit, on YouTube and all that sort of thing, there's no real sort of podcast in it. It's almost one of those where we're like, well, we talk shit about murder mystery reality TV shows. Why couldn't we do the same about these? Um, and then with the success of uh murder island um back in when was that october yeah october time yeah um we said look we've got so many more followers so many listeners um we should maybe look at doing something else purely because with all this murder mystery stuff there's not a lot of content in the after killer camp season two are we then scraping the bottom of the bar are we just looking for shows that aren't accessible that can't be watched in every country you know that not many people will have re and and don't get me wrong again we are still very much doing this for us and we're doing it for those guys that are listening to us on a more regular basis it's not to get the numbers or anything like that but we thought wiki gold was one of those but we also need to enjoy it don't we we need to enjoy ourselves absolutely yeah too right Uh, and based on this thing that we'd been considering for sort of seven or so years um it looked like the right time and then I just did a quick bit of searching on Apple Podcasts recently and just started searching Wikipedia, or, you know, some buzzwords to see whether or not people had done um, Wikipedia. And I can't remember the name of the lady that created it, but I think maybe back in 2020, she set up a, an Instagram page. She's done a few tweets and I think they started their podcast maybe this October. So it coincided with the same when time. we were looking at doing it. Yeah. And um, she's got... She's- half a million she's fucking massive half a million followers on instagram and it felt like i'd been gutted like somebody just stuck a dagger in me yeah i've never felt that much like that snooze you lose so much yeah i've been sat on that for years yeah and and don't get me wrong i'm still grateful that imagine we had done the same it's exactly the same though isn't it like that's exactly what she's doing. Yeah, she's how it's called now, is it? It's like I'll find I find, I find it. It's like, it. It's like the depths of Wikipedia or something like that, isn't it? Ah, good thinking. I think it is something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's the same thing. It's finding these these obscure but very interesting Wikipedia posts. It is depths of Wikipedia. Five hundred and eight thousand followers. Um, it just makes me sick. And no, I don't mean that in a negative like not, fair not play. That, yeah, yeah. And it's not about the. It's, again, it's not about the. The amount of followers it's about that obviously we had a fucking banging idea there yeah damn maybe we shouldn't have talked about that <laughs> and that's put us on a real low so join us next year when we might do something of it <laughs> thing is she's american so there's there was always that conversation being like could we still pull this off mate there's but, still but the, the fact the, that there's still the, the fact that so you know it's 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 not really boundary driven anymore, is it? You know? Yeah, no. And and we could still do something and make a success of it, but not in that sort of scale. But I mean, also, she's got a producer for a podcast and everything like that. You've got a producer for this podcast. 
I know. But he's also my co-host. <laughs> and the scriptwriter. <laughs> and the bookmaker. <laughs> oh dear. Um and they stick a broom up my ass and I'll sweep the floor as well. Yeah. Um yeah. the yeah, but 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 yeah, there might still be some mileage in it. So what we're saying is don't... Um, don't steal our idea if you're in England. Don't steal it. Sorry. But don't think that we're not going to do that sort of thing because there might still be something in it. Because I'm... I mean, for me, what what sort of makes me tick? If I if I if if you turned around to me and said, right, we're going to pay you regardless. This is now your job. You're going to make podcasts every week. 52 weeks of the year, we want 52 podcasts, right? That's your job. Great. I mean, if that exists, then bring it on. But what I'm getting at is I would then be able to look and think, and what they're saying is it doesn't matter on listenership and that sort of thing. Then obviously Wikipedia or Wikigold would be, would be a good idea because it would be, it would interest us. Let's be honest, ghosts, um, haunted, you know, scary stories, um, UFOs, all that shit. I don't necessarily believe in any of it, but I'm really into it. I'm really into the unknown, but then this paranormal life exists. So you're like, well, mm -hmm. someone smashed that already. The fact that we it's almost like we're running out of um, avenues. Now we could stick with all this reality TV stuff, but then there's so many reality TV podcasts out there. There are so many specific, you know, let's be honest, if we had done Murder Island, but then Channel 4 had said, right, we're going to do a podcast based on Murder Island, then we'd have been fucked. And I don't mean that. I just mean other people are going to listen to others rather than us. So if we want to make it or break it, you know, if we want to, if we want to do more or establish this as a, because let's be honest, like the end game for us, it, there is not, there is, there isn't one. It's very much, we're going to continue doing this. And if it kicks off, great, we will, you know, if but it, if it doesn't, we're still going to be doing it. Exactly that. Exactly that. So it's not like we need to do something that's going to get us seen, but it'd be fucking nice. <laughs> but no. Um, so, yeah, I think what, the other thing that we would need to make really, really sort of um, really clear is that I know we've got a lot of followers based on what we've done. The only reason people started listening to us because we were covering Murder in Small Town X and then the murder get and we were getting into people's uh twitter feeds and saying nostalgia mate that's what we're getting into we've covered that you should listen to us and then a few people have and then there's people that are listening to us now because they think you're funny and they think i'm a dick no they actually think i'm funny and you're a dick but um, <laughs> they would no. be correct <laughs> they because you know we 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 we're, we're a free service that chat shit like you would down the pub and you know there's a little bit of something to follow along with but you're, um, you're also very good on the twitter the engagement's good uh yeah um yeah like yeah i, I mean yeah i just i spend a bit too much time on my phone probably um but i think that yeah put it this way i will maintain you know i i again if this was a full-time thing maybe it would be difficult to be there all the time just responding to messages and oh, we just, we'll just hire that. someone called Mike. No, I mean, it's just a twist in the truth. It's like, why don't I maybe for the next anyway? Yeah. Why don't for the next, for the next year, why don't I take a back seat? You host this with someone else and I'll just do the, the social and the planning and the scripts okay, and, yeah. and you Deal. just talk to someone else about it. That's fine. Sorted. Um, 
but no, what I want to what I want to get to, and I know I've fucking rambled about our thoughts and feelings. Yeah, this is this is this is turning into like a um a business meeting. Yeah, this is like, like our planning like in, session. This is like an intimate talk Look with the creators. Into what we're doing, yeah, rather than talking shit about twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's very true. But what I'm getting at is 2022, I'm not giving out any dates. So before I've tried to be like, oh, you know, like, let's be honest, when when I've tried to be as professional as I can, you know, when a comedian goes on tour or Xbox are releasing a shitload of games or whatever it may be, they're like, oh, I tell you what, the one I like is Marvel, where they do the timeline. And they're yeah. like, oh, these are the releases. And they give you like a, a bar with like six dates on it. And it shows you the films. The, and the stuff. different phases. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to do the same with our podcasts. But I'm actually at a point where things change. Look at what Murder Island did to us. That came out of nowhere. And suddenly we're like, we need to get on that. And that's where I want to be. I don't want to commit to anything. I don't want to say, okay, we're going to do Killer Camp Season 2 next. Because actually I want to spend a bit more. Imagine we say that now. We say that's the next series that's going to come out. It's going to come out February 4th or whatever it may be. And then we turn around and say, actually, shit, we've had a better idea. We want to do try this wicked old stuff. Or we've had a better idea. We want to go and play GeoGuessr. That's what I was going to get onto earlier. So we've gone full circle. Right, brilliant. Because this is where we've, we've done Wiki Gold and we've talked about that. What, what I was going to get onto earlier, and I said I've completely forgot what it was and I might come back to it. So we, I think almost naively, I guess it was, this is this year has been, for us, it's been a, a journey of discovery. And that's the wankiest thing I've ever said, out of work. But it really has in that we've taught ourselves so much. We've learned about how things work. We've learned what does and doesn't work in social media. We've learned what you can and can't say to certain people without upsetting them. Um, and we've learned, you know, how to conduct ourselves on, on, a, on a podcast. Maybe the last 20 minutes does need to be scrubbed because there's just us talking shit about what we do and what we deserve and how many viewers we should. No, what I'm getting at is we learned, uh, I think, a valuable lesson in that, let's be honest, there are millions of people on YouTube. We've already said it, there are billions there's probably trillions. I, I know a trillion's massive, so it's probably not, but there are billions of videos on YouTube and millions of them are already GeoGuessr related. Now we have watched quite a few GeoGuessr videos. There's one expert in particular that we look at and think, fuck you, you're not doing that. Like it's questionable to say the least. But this this is what we've we've been saying before. When you look at these GeoGuessr videos, it's the same as some video game streamers or like yeah. people that put videos up. They're always like, look at my skills. Well, I yeah. think when we put videos up, it's like, look how fucking dumb we are. Yeah, but not purposely dumb. Like no, we're just, no. we're just. Yeah, but it's the, the it's same the, as it's anyone the process, else, isn't it? It's the process, and and that's where I think. Let's be honest. When we watch let's plays, because like, and we, and we will talk RKG in a minute as well, because you know that's been a lot of big influence. Oh, that, that'd be hi- highlights but of our highlights yeah. of the year. Yeah, absolutely. But when we watch let's play, we're not watching rkg play dark souls because we are that invested in dark souls or we want to know what happens next or we want to see them do a perfect run with just a shovel and no fucking hits or anything like that no we're watching it because we want to see them fail 25 times and then the buzz that they get from achieving it we want to see them fall off ledges we want to see them tell stories about things that have happened in their lives and i think what we thought maybe was that we could do that on GeoGuessr. I think maybe we've done it the wrong way around in that one, we were late. Let's be honest, GeoGuessr came out several years ago. YouTube's been around for fucking ever and not since 20, 2005, whatever. But you know what I mean? And that obviously if you were the first on that, you could be the most boring bastard in the world. But if you were first, then people are watching you. Yep. Alternatively, you've got to have thousands of followers already and then convert that into 
I'm parking everything we've done so far. We're going to go on to this. And you take the followership with you. Does that make sense? And I think that's where um, we naively thought, well, we could just put some videos up on YouTube of us playing GeoGuessr. And whilst I had a lot of fun, that was so funny, thinking Christ the Redeemed was on a roundabout in fucking Ecuador. Um, it's still like, I, 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 I still think I was expecting it to get more attention than it did but again it's almost like throwing your it, penny in a wishing well yeah and... it's just it's so diluted that youtube generally is just so diluted yeah right? exactly you know what i mean exactly and there's so many more algorithms involved um than there was you know 15 years ago it's not just like videos pop up it's like unless you search you know specifically for a video yeah you're or you're paying let's be or honest you're paying because, yeah. or you're sponsored or something like that you're not gonna get seen no um no i no, i i I enjoy GeoGuessr. Like, I still play it now without recording. It's fantastic. It is one of the, again, another highlight. Like, that that was a highlight of this year was, was subscribing. We used to do that, to like, it. lunch breaks and stuff. And, and yeah, super. Like we said before, there's people on YouTube and they, they'll, they'll zoom in on a country and it'll, they'll, they'll know the registration plates, they'll know the street signs and they'll get it within 20 seconds. Mm. And I, I don't, I mean, each their own. I just don't see how that's fun to watch. It's, it's, it's very impressive. Yeah. But, but how's that entertaining? But also, it's one of those, once you watch it once, you don't need to see them doing that. They're obviously good repeatedly. at it. They're obviously good at it. Yeah. They know and, their countries. And, and as I say, about like the about the um, no hit runs and things like that, when people do Let's Plays, it's like, yeah, that's, that's impressive. And if you speed that up, if you speed the whole of a Dark Souls um, speed run, and, and you, you've got no hit or no armor or whatever you want to do, and you put that into a five-minute video, you've got my attention. I'm going to watch that. But if someone else does it a week later, I'm not watching that. Or mm. if someone does it and it's full feature length, it's two hours long or whatever, I'm not watching that. Because, as you say, it just doesn't hold our attention. But again, I think that's what we've also learned, is that everybody, human nature, isn't it, that you're quite insular. You're quite... You you, you set in your ways. You vote the way you vote. You... you uh, interact with the people you want to interact with you eat the food you eat and you almost think that's we're all quite narrow-minded as human beings um what this has actually taught me is that that to be more open i try to be open-minded anyway but this has certainly shown me that there are some people that these um certain shows are their life like they want nothing more in their life than like the murder game becomes their identity or like Murder Island, like the amount of work that went into that from some people. And then you'd say, oh, I've done a podcast. And they'd be like, yeah, listen to it. I don't want to listen to you prattle on about it. I just want to know who the murderer is and stuff like that. It's like, fuck, like didn't, I didn't know necessarily that people were just into it purely for the, the narrative or purely mm -hmm. for the, you know? Um, and I think there's, there's also, again, there's that Dark Souls thing. The fact that people are happy to sit there and play Dark Souls just forever. That is their entire life. And they've mm -hmm. got nothing else. They just play Dark Souls. It makes me like appreciate that, you know what, it doesn't matter what we sort of tap into or what we choose or what we decide to talk about. There's always people there that will be interested in listening to it. But I think it goes back to that, like, I don't know where I'm going now. I'm 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 lost in my own thoughts. But what I mean is that it's just it, it it's been that journey of discoveries, not only about our capabilities and about our boundaries or, or our limitations, but also about there being 
there are so many mate there's fucking billions of people in the world no this is i think i think we've we've said before that we were quite apprehensive maybe at one point to just put ourselves out there yeah and then we just thought well fuck it and also how nervous we used to be when we'd be like speaking to people or how anxious we get maybe at the start of those mm. conversations where we're meeting people that have been on shows oh and mate you, i'm still like shaking yeah beforehand <laughs> but then within five minutes you sort of settle into your chair and you think they're just human at the end of the day anything that we say they say that you think oh that's not quite right we can take out um which we should point out mel saints oh my god mel from the murder game it was a hard job editing that video. There was, there she was, was lovely. She was amazing. She was fantastic. Really, really good to talk to. Um, just the most normal person ever. You, you could walk past her in the, you know, she's just yeah. been on a TV show. It's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing about it. But what I mean is that you, you would think there might be some degree of importance, you know, but there really wasn't. But what, like the, the story she told us about people she met in strip clubs and things like that, there's we no had filter. to cut it out. There was, no and there was no way that I could put that onto YouTube. You'd probably been assassinated. Uh, yeah, based on the people that she mentioned, I think that, that there might have been a hit on us. You know, um, it was it was staggering. And we'll leave that there. There's got to be a bit of mystery about us because we've aired everything else today, haven't we? So, yeah. um, you're right. Let's just let's let's move away from that because that's that's like I think that's the year done. Hours. Let's be honest. That's that's you know that's that's where let's just let's. Go for it then. Highlights of the year. Personally. Yeah. Are we talking um, Just, well, let's, stuff let's, we've done or well, are we talking? We'll, we'll say, obviously, Murder Island was a massive highlight. Um, the people uh, we yeah, got to because, interact with. Well, let's be honest. There were, two, there were two main significant or things of importance. The one was Murder in Small Town X because it kick-started all of this. We met Pat, who was just incredible. And then eventually we met the producers, creators and all that sort of thing. And that was like, that really kick-started what we got to do. And then everything else that followed has been fairly standard. But then Murder Island came along and we went live with, um, or doing live shows or almost live shows straight after. It was a complete test for us because we never ever envisaged that we'd be doing it like that um but the buzz that we got from it the number of interactions the fact that twitter was on fire for six weeks it was unreal and i think they're the two sort of standout things in terms of the podcast but what i should say mate is following feels like you got like important news to tell me well no but following murder island a very special managing director of um, a production company sent us two bottles of champagne. Um, we had... Shut us up. Is that to shut us up? May- maybe to sort of silence us. No, it came afterwards, to be fair. It was very much a thank you. Was there a threatening note with it? Well, no, it's just a small token of my appreciation for all the amazing support you've given Murder Island on your podcast. I'm like, thank you very much. Um now shut it down (laughs) now never fucking include stv in anything you do ever again please um andrew from andrew and nick um from murder island got in touch and said happy to chat do you guys fancy a few beers because um andrew works at jubal which is we're not sponsored by by the way but i do fucking love their beer um which you've not actually tried yet because i've got 12 right next to me right here because you still need to pick them up um we got 24 beers from from andrew and um 
I said, do you want me to promote it? Do you want me to do anything, say anything, take photos with it, anything like that? No, just enjoy them. And I was expecting like a, a three pack, you know, they're like three for eight quid or something like that. And I was just expecting that. We got 24. That was remarkable. And then special, special mention to to Steve. St now, I'm saying Steve, it might be Stephen. And I actually feel really bad if it's... If it's um, you're gonna check now, aren't you? I am gonna check because imagine he only likes to be called Stephen, and that's gonna be really bad. Well, then tough. <laughs> right? No, he's called Stephen, so we ought to say Stephen in, until he t oh, tweets yeah. and tells us that he's actually a Steve. But um, Steve and 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 Steve, stuff, I can keep saying Steve. I'm a twat. Stephen um, had sent us. Oh no, he tweeted us about some Yorkshire pudding beers. And I was like, that's mental. Like Yorkshire pudding beer, you know, they put anything in anything nowadays, all the different ciders you can get and all yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, especially with like um, pale ales and things or mm, these brewery Infused with oranges and mangoes. Birthday and... cake and all that sort of shit. Yeah. And he took a photo and said, saw this. Um, and it was, a, it was a Yorkshire pudding one. Now, I was like, oh, that looks mental, but would love to try it. He said, I'm going to get some on, on Sunday. So I'll pick you some up and I'll send them to you. And I was like, yeah, just let me know the cost. Because, you know, like, what, three bottles, 10, 15 quid, whatever it may have been. I was like, yeah, just I'll, I'll throw you the cash. Just post them down to me. That'd be amazing. And he's like, no, 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 they're a gift just to say thanks. And I was like, that was the moment where, you know, it's one thing getting something from a producer because we've done something, you know, to sort of highlight their show. It's one thing getting something that we've had a direct conversation with because they're, you know, part of the show that we were, were talking about. But then to have someone say no 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 just want to say thanks for the work you've done um on the podcast it was that was honestly the highest i felt from all of this pod doing this podcast the biggest moment for me was having someone turn around and say no no, no here's a gift from me to you to say thanks i was like oh man that that is yeah for, for the from I, in terms of the podcast that was the single moment where i thought shit that's we've made it we've made it that's good it's lovely. Um, what about you? Might not even be podcast related. I might have covered no, it. All, but... This is it. Like, for the, the podcast has been great to sort of have this in my life as a bit of a hobby now. Um, chatting more shit with you. Um, than we do already, yeah. But even, also, even I think it should be like mentioned that obviously we, we travel down to London to meet the RKG lads after a prize win. Gears of War sign. Gears of War sign. Yeah. So now, was... I, now I have a massive, <laughs> like massive. It's, it is. It is six foot long and probably three foot tall. Gears of War neon sign in mm. my garage. So yeah, Gav tweeted about it. So this was back when um, Palestine was. Um, there was a fundraiser for Palestine, wasn't there? Um, and. Tamor was saying that he's going to do a uh, charity gaming session and you can donate here and there and everywhere. And Gav was like, well, I I mean, win-win for him. He got people to donate, but he also got rid of the sign that was taking up a lot of space in their studio. And he said, because Gav's wife is, or no, sorry, Mrs. is um, a tattoo artist that did some tattooing on the Gears of War promotion for Gears of War 5, was it? Four yeah, or Gears five? of War 5. five. Yeah. Um, and it was Gears Inc., like, tattooing instead of gears incorporated um this neon sign was bespoke made for it and i 
I'm sure he said it was worth like 18 grand or something. Like the commission would have been, if Xbox were buying that, which they did for this event, they'd have spent oh, yeah. £7,000 yeah. Yeah. Um, as an extra zero because it's Xbox or Microsoft. But anyway, long story short, he said, tweet here um, with your donation, a screenshot of your donation. So I donated and I thought, well, yeah, it's a really good cause, but also there's a chance of getting a Gears of War sign. In a follow-up tweet, Gav said, Gav said um, and if the winner wants me to buy him a beer, I will. So I tweeted, I was like, I'll hold you to account for that, mate. That, yeah, we're doing it. Um, and I'll be honest, I was more buzzed for that than the, than the sign. It's cool having that. And look, when you and I have got a studio and we're earning millions of dollars a year doing this, then we've got a big thing for the background, haven't we, to hang up on the wall. To be honest, until I buy a house, then I won't be hanging that anywhere in my rental. Well, you're but, doing this now on the street, so. Yes, I am doing it from my static home, like Alan Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, we but that journey and i i'd never been so nervous like i've met i don't know have i met celebrities before i met paul daniels once um i can't remember who any other famous people oh a good chat with um al murray when he bullied me at one of his comedy gigs um and he gave me some beer he gave me beer actually yeah grateful for that um but Sorry, Al, Al Murray. Just in case you were ever listening. Um, but I was so nervous because it was one of those that actually the, the time that we've spent, and that's again, that's how we sort of feel is that they're just, it's like listening to your mates. It's like watching your mates. And I'm not saying for mm. one second that we're mates, but it's one of those that they're of a similar age, very similar interests. The fact that they're playing video games and chatting shit all day. Um, and yeah when the name got drawn it was like fuck we've got a well so <laughs> so the idea was we've just won this massive sign and i'm like right jace we're going to get a hotel with parking i'm going to hire a van for about 50 60 quid we're going to drive down bearing in mind jason and i live 120 odd miles from from london something like yeah. that we're going to get up early one saturday morning we'll drive over there we'll pick up the sign we'll throw it in the back of the van we'll park up at the hotel we'll go out in london and get pissed easy great idea and then after some deliberation and some failed van uh hire attempts because van hire is fucking obscene for one it costs a lot of money for two yeah honestly they take the piss you can't drop it off after 11 o'clock in the morning on a saturday and you can only drop it off it like on a monday well in which case don't charge me for sunday because i'm not fucking using the van i just want to drop it off so we even moved it to a friday into saturday and they're like no you need to get the van back by midday on a saturday not if i'm coming from london i don't Anyway, that's another story. That's another your, story. Your pure hate. Pure hate of Van Hire. But then Jace came up with a brilliant idea. Another one that he just said over a call like this. Um, why don't we? Uh, why don't we just take it on the train? We'll get it on the train, won't Thing we? Thing is, my philosophy, and I think you probably know this from me now, know me for so many years, is that is Jason's future. Jason's problem. Future Jason is. But I'll, I'll, I'll come up with a solution, but that's future Jason's problem. Yeah. Which was definitely one of these moments. Yeah, because on on paper, it seemed like a great idea. And by all accounts, we'd had a few beers with uh, Gavin Krupa when we went and we picked up the sign. So we were high on the adrenaline. This this was a buzz. We were drinking with them. So not only had we got the, the buzz from meeting them, we had the beer in our system and we carried it back to the hotel on the underground. And it must have been, I don't know, maybe 25 minutes on the train and then back up to the hotel. But the train to the hotel was maybe half a mile and it didn't feel that bad 
and then we sort of dropped it. It fucking stank, by the way, because this is worked metal and neon sign and stuff. It's it sharp. Absolutely it stank. And we were covered. Um, Our clothes were covered in like um, rust, basically. And we, um, it was when we, it was when the next day that we really, because then we went out for pizza, went out for beers, you know, went out and had a good night. And then the next morning, slightly hungover, um, a bit dehydrated, went and found somewhere for breakfast and realised that the nearest train station was closed due to a bomb scare or something like that. And um, we then realised that we had to get it to the next tube station, which was about a mile and a half down the road. Um, and it, that was that was exactly that moment was when we started walking uphill towards the next train station that it became future Drake, future Jace, yeah. then changed into present Jace. And it's, Jesus fucking it's, Christ. It's like cutting into your hands. Um, everyone's looking. I remember putting a, a, a face mask on and my sunglasses just so yeah. just so I was hidden. <laughs> just so you didn't become a meme or like, something. A, a, yeah, exactly. I don't think, like, has, has anyone walked through London with a massive Gears of War sign going down, like, the escalators into the subway? Subway? It Underground? Was, it, it was heavier than, like, I've carried TVs uh, and put TVs on walls and things like that. It was as it was big. It was as big as probably a seventy-five inch TV. It's fucking awkward. And, yeah, there were no handles. There was no. It wasn't like you could carry it like a like a TV. It was horrific. And the looks we got. Some people were even commenting. I had this one lady. Oh, lovely. That's a nice neon sign. Did like, you want it? Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> eighteen grand. Um, but it was. It was. I think probably the closest that we'd come to arguing in a fucking long time as well. Oh, because I didn't think that. Oh, did mate. you think that? Did you? Yeah, because every time, every well, time I had all the like, fucking weight, mate. Yeah, but you, yeah, exactly. Look at you now. I had all the fucking weight, mate. <laughs> That's all I had all the way. I'm like, oh, this is hard. And you're like, you should be on this end. I'm like, all right, fuck off. Fucking <laughs> tall man problems, that isn't it? Yeah, and, and that's exactly what it was. I just wasn't tall enough to be able to uh, to be able to distribute it evenly. Um, what a fucking. I mean, what a trip. And I'm still on the high from it now it was still yeah it was still good to, i think when the when the clock strikes at midnight on 2022 i'll be like well that's shit i'm now in a year where that didn't happen yeah yeah that was good that was good uh well, we went to egx that was good. egx as well which was remarkably different to how i wasn't expecting it and albeit you know it was post covid egx yes it was it was disrupted by and you could tell that that you'd been before and you said it was massive in comparison before yeah. um but it was still such a brilliant time. And we took we took Isaac as well. We took your eldest. And he had a great time. He just loved it. And 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 that was one of the, the highlights as well, seeing him just buzzed around all the different things. Um we went we had to go on all of the uh we had to go on all of the old old games. We played I'm sure we played FIFA ninety five. FIFA ninety four. Yeah, you beat me on like Yeah, beat me on FIFA ninety four or whatever. Yeah, but then you did me on Street Fighter, didn't you? So I think that was a draw in the end. We all failed at four guys because that is fucking nails that game. But also, we do go out trying to get as much free swag as we can. Yeah, there were, there, I think you have to in places like that. Though I mean, we've done that. We've been to rail events before, and we have come back with. I honestly, I I probably nearly went through a divorce over the amount of shit that I got from a rail event once. When I come home, and my wife, she's like, just tidied the house, and she's like, "So what's this?" I'm like, "Oh, there's um, there's four <laughs> mugs. You can drink out of them." We've yeah, got mugs. There's ten USB sticks. Yeah, here's uh, here's one of those stress balls in the shape of a train, and about fifteen hundred pens. Um, 
honestly the shit i get from yeah it, it's, but it's a problem i'm a hoarder I, I love free shit and that's exactly what we did at egx as well um and we'll go next year i think it's on twice next year isn't it march and september yeah we'll go we'll at the september one we'll probably have a we'll probably have our own stand because that's <laughs> yeah comic con i'd love to go um, uh, to be honest that was one <laughs> um so like there's there's um I know, what are you going to say now? I know, I know, because it's quite a, it is a sensitive subject because there are Don't people, say it then. Well, no, I, I, no edit, but cosplay, right? Cosplayers. Because there's a lot of effort that goes into it and respect because it's, I mean, I dressed as Shaggy from Scooby-Doo for Halloween and that was hard enough trying to coordinate a green t-shirt and grow my beard long enough in three days. Um, although he doesn't actually have much of a beard, it's just a little tiny little stubble around his chin. But anyway, um, long and short of it is I have massive respect for cosplayers um, and there's a lot of time and effort that goes into it and some of them look fucking phenomenal mm. absolutely phenomenal and I couldn't help but perv over the one that was dressed as Princess Zelda because I as do... soon as as soon as <laughs> the name got read so we were sat there watching the cosplay <laughs> finals or something. it was the final of the weekend it was the last or day of the weekend like, yeah. yeah and when they said whoever name it was and that she was dressed up as Princess Zelda your face just lit up <laughs> Like, I'm not kink shaming, but that was. I saw a change in you, Mike. It's, not, it's without a doubt, it's my favorite, my favorite game. Like you know, both Ocarina and um, Breath of the Wild have have been two of the biggest games of my like of my life. And um, yeah, the only other way they would have got me is if they'd have said um, Thibodeau cosplay or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'd have been equally as excited. But yeah. the reason I wanted to talk about that was because. There's people go to great lengths and great effort. Mm. When you see people entering those competitions, you expect them to have some sort of like even dressed as Shaggy from Scooby Doo for Halloween. I still wouldn't put myself up for the best Shaggy costume, even though I've got it nailed. Yeah. Some of the people entering that competition, I think, why are you even bothering? You're li you've just literally changed your T-shirt and you have a plastic gun. What the fuck are you doing? This is it. It's like there's ones that take months and build the costume and you can tell and they're, yeah, and they're like they're foam armor and stuff and like it's that absolutely amazing mm. full respect yeah there's ones that are like really try hard um but they're, they're in a proper amateur but they really try hard yeah. and you can yeah. see they love that they love the culture yeah fair play to them again but there's a very awkward middle <laughs> yeah there is a very Where? awkward middle and, and and they just i i i think you can you can dress as ash ketchum right you you can dress yeah. as Ash Ketchum from Pokemon. You can wear the hat, you can wear the... But make it. Don't just buy it from fucking Amazon. Don't just buy it from Amazon and go into the cosplay competition. That, that for me, that did... That, and don't get me wrong, they didn't win. That's fine. And I shouldn't take anything away from anyone that wants to enter any... If you want to enter, fine. But it's like, if you're entering a colouring competition, like, it, it honestly, it's like entering a colouring competition for just children... Just black and white. And, and just putting one in and pretending you're that... Like, no, no, no. I, I, I um I I do have strong of, feelings over it. Colouring competitions. Once um we had a colouring competition in primary school and me being me, it, um just didn't bother. Just didn't bother entering. So um I think one night my mum coloured it and <laughs> put it in my back and I won. <laughs> <laughs> I won I won like a twenty pound book voucher. So this is back it. in like ninety four, ninety five, so I'm not I'm not repaying that now. Not with inflation anyway. <laughs> So it's probably worth like two hundred quid. Um, makes me, it makes me, it makes me like 
<laughs> what? what? <laughs> I just realised the penny dropped. Oh. Book voucher. It's fucking worth 200 now. <laughs> if that's only how it worked. There's something though. So so you hit on a subject there. If you if you heard how much money is lost in gift vouchers every year through people not spending the oh, pen expiry dates. Probably millions. It's mate. fucking like millions and millions. It's, it's right. a ridiculous right. so, number. So what are we going to come up with then to stop that happening? It's not so much stop it happening. It's almost that we need a service where we buy them off. Like you can, we... there's already a service where you can trade. So you say you have like a twenty. Say you had a twenty pound Pizza Hut voucher and yeah. you weren't going to use it. You can go on there and buy it for like, and someone can buy it off you for like fourteen quid. See, so you're, that's you're, amazing. You're, so you're taking a hit, but you're getting something back. Mate, I do that with all my Christmas presents. I want to talk about Christmas presents. Well, Christmas you sell them on eBay Christmas straight away. Just no, to get cash. No, I just want to. Like, like. So I, I do, I do desperately want to talk about Christmas. I also just want to mention, just really quickly, the mm. awkward scene when we were watching. Um, I'm going to make a little note on this little notepad here to say gift vouchers. Um, Is but, it an awkward scene when we're watching all these? I mean, I don't get it, and I don't really want to go into it. Yeah. But TikTok, I feel like I feel that younger people that are into TikTok. Yeah. Especially kids get grown up now, like they're quite impressionable. Their, their, their attention spans, mate, are like ten seconds long. Oh, it's, yeah, it's not good, is it? Like my son, I looked, I checked on my son's phone, and he's like, spent like two hours on TikTok. I'm like, how can you spend two hours on TikTok? You spent two hours on YouTube. How can you spend two hours on TikTok? Yeah, two hours, on, two hours on YouTube might be like six videos though, or two videos. You know, depending on what you're watching, it might just be one. Yeah, but but not scrolling ten second videos. You it's can awful. work out how many. That's that's like six, six. I mean, that's if they are ten seconds. But you know, what I mean? some that's... of them are longer than that, aren't they? But it's just the fact that it's it's so like the content. YouTube con YouTube content can be a story, can be uh, Am a I stream, also... a documentary, or something. But TikTok just seems like bam, here's content for your eyes right now. Am I like, right in thinking watching. that it it's all um, portrait mode as well? All portrait, yeah. Fuck that. Ugh. Anyway, anyway, that's not that's the complete another discussion of just ran, ramblings. But is that what you're going to say about the awkwardness? Because we've seen a lot of TikTokers at EGX, and I was just like, "What are you doing, dancing in front of these cameras?" It wasn't that, but that was a moment where, yeah, we were because because again, we're literally watching this. Four, your son wanted to have a grown, have a go in front of the camera, and yeah, we're waiting. Ten year old, yeah, fine. We're waiting for a forty year old bloke to come out of the way. And again, there's no that's that's absolutely fine. Like do what you want that's that's fine yeah but it was just we stood there waiting and we're like uh, but is that because we're uncomfortable to do it ourselves yeah maybe 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 we need to sort of let our hair down and don't get me wrong if my daughter was there and she's like dad you have a go I'd be like yeah or i would just be like fuck it i'm having a go and she'd be like dad please don't mm -hmm. please don't i would just do it to he was on his own but again I, i'm not again this is where we've missed We've missed this by four or five years, being a little bit older. Mm. But part of it now is is your brand, your branding. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. My Instagram's yeah. got like five pictures on. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But nowadays, it's all about your branding, where you're doing, what you're eating, like what you're up to. Like, you know, who who are you as a person? Like, I don't want people to know who, to know who I am. You know? No, you don't need to. You don't need to justify it through social media or feel feel liked. Through... If someone wants to know who I am, come and talk to me. Well, this is this is the thing. So, so with our with our social media account with with Jam Presents and everything like that, it's very much um, you've got to 
you've got to keep people engaged in terms of... I thought you were going to start singing uh, John Barnes then. You've got to hold together. Um, No, we obviously have to keep people engaged. We have to let people know when the next episodes are out and we have to respond to people when, you know, they get in touch and stuff like that. But as a, like we've branded jam presents and that makes sense because you know we, we we want people to listen but i guess you have to do that if you are imagine it wasn't jam presents imagine it was the jason show then you would have to you would, because people would be into that but then there's a question do people want to just keep listening to us or do they want an insight into our lives you probably don't want an insight into our lives because i spent 11 days on Fortnite in the last 12 months so yeah, there's, there's probably very little you want to know about my life, to be honest. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, it, it does make me maybe we're out of touch rather than yeah, no, hundred percent we're out of touch. Hundred yeah. percent we're out of touch. Um, anyway, was what were you going to say was cringe anyway or awkward? Just awkward. Where the devil may cry chap had a sword and he couldn't oh. fit it into his back holster. So he did all this like ninja stuff with a sword and it was pretty impressive. He was like yeah. waving it about and stuff. And then the, the move was then to put it over his head and slot it into a, a pouch on his back. And he missed, let go and it dropped on the floor. And then he picked it up and he did the ninja move again. And yeah. then he put it in the back as though to say, I'm gonna do it properly this time. And then on second time, you'd think, I oh, just put it in the holster. No, he did it again. Just and hold it. On third time, you think, just put it down or let it drop, just get over it. No, he did it six or seven times. Honestly, it was he, awkward, wasn't it, it? It was his music had stopped. He had like this intro music and everything in it. it. And that was the moment where I was like, oh, and for, for me, especially being with a mate, like if I was on my own, I'd be like, oh, I feel a bit bad for him. But because I'm next to you, you know what I'm thinking. And I was shaking. Like I was holding in the last, I was trembling. And it's not, it's, it's not, I was at, I was at Ayla's, um, Ayla's Christmas um, festival at school the other day. And, um, one class sounded particularly weak and I was whispering to my wife because if I was on my own again I'd be like oh that's and I did I felt it was pulling on my heartstrings I'm like oh poor kids but in my wife's ear I just went this is shit and she started laughing and because she's laughing now I'm laughing and we're like these fucking really immature parents I think, I think you can do I, I, I think you do that as a parent you're not meant to take it too serious no know? no no true true but um <laughs> But yeah, that was that was it really. I mean, yeah, I mean, going going to, but look, there's there's so many more things we want to do. We want to go to football. We want to go to events. Um, let's hope we can in the new year. Let's let's hope for not another lockdown as people are yeah. spouting because there's so much more we want to we want to get to. Um, can you remember the Apple Apple Store Apple Store? What do I, App Store used to do like the countdown. Twelve of days of Christmas, mate. How amazing! Why did they do that? Now is it because just they're just so, greedy little shits? Now. So here's the thing: I I have mentioned it already, but big fan of Fortnite. In that you got me into it when I came back from Australia. One, we couldn't really play online games before because my internet was always terrible. Went out to Australia. And you were in Australia. No, went out to so before Australia, my internet was shit. It, yeah, it wouldn't have handled yeah. the speeds. Went out to Australia, and now the time difference is ridiculous. Um, we would chat a lot, but we wouldn't play games. And then came back from Oz and the Series X dropped and we're like, right, we're going to get on that. Um, and at the time it was like, right, we've got all these games via Game Pass to play and everything like that. But one online game that we can easily jump into is Fortnite. And yeah, it's for kids. Yeah. And people say that all the time, but fuck off. There's 5 million people playing it or something ridiculous. So I don't care. Anyway, what I'm getting at is this year, 
at the moment they have got 12 or 10 or 16 days of christmas or whatever there's basically for now between now and the next Hmm. nine or so days there are things you can unlock you go into a special little area and there are christmas presents you choose a christmas present you can shake all the others to see what you think they might be but you get one don't get me wrong it's all the same across the board it's not like you're going to get something and i'm going to get no it's we're going to end up with a couple of skins you're going to end up with a couple of gliders you're going to end up with emotes stickers whatever it may be it's it's one of those but it's a freebie and i know people be like oh people waste all their money how much have we spent on fortnite and had all the enjoyment for about a year and it's cost us about three pound because you just buy a battle pass in brazil once and you don't have to ever do anything again so this is completely free you don't need the battle pass for it's it's just one of those things and i'll be honest it's genuinely made me respect them a lot more and think fair play they didn't need to do that people are going to be playing fortnite regardless they don't they're not going to encourage they're not they're not encouraging people enticing people no. no one's listening to this now thinking i've never played fortnite but mike says there's a fucking advent calendar on it no that's not what it's about it's about keeping those people that you've got as a customer already and just rewarding them for their sort of um engagement loyalty. you know yeah um... uh, loyalty exactly so apple very much and this is yeah when we sort of first got the iphone 3g i think it was or whatever it was back back then um the app store would very much have mate i remember getting temple run as a freebie like that was free on the store you would get a song a video a film a music video um you'd get games you get all sorts and they did it for about four or five years didn't they yeah it was good although at some points you would look on your phone and be like where the hell have i got this Shoal Cole music video from yeah much like that u2 album that came free with everybody's phone for yeah. a while yeah. and then now we've all got it in our library yeah albums i'm never going to listen to I do, yeah, I do miss it. Um, I think more more companies should more companies should do it, embrace what, it. Skip this, give stuff away for free. I think it encourages, like you know what I mean, like yeah. Well, look, I've I've also had this idea, and I don't see why they don't do it, right? Because they can have like this small print that makes it all like legit. Amazon wish lists, yeah, yeah. So you've got like a wish list. Like yeah. you just add stuff to that, so you remember to buy it. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, they make the ones that like um are public, or you can share. Um, oh, you can sort of give, do it as a gift list, can't you? Get people, base, to, yeah, yeah, basically. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I always thought, what about if they had? I don't know. You would randomly, so many people would randomly just win something off of their gift list. Do you mean? Imagine getting an email saying, "Oh, this thing on your gift list." on your wish list, have it on us. Yeah. It's, com- it's coming. Have it on us. And you know what? Like- what's, what's, if, even if they spent, I know there's millions, so I can't even comprehend the numbers, but in the UK, I don't know how much they're earning per day, but even if you allocated 10 grand a day, do you mean? Amazon even, lottery or something. And it's not, not me winning, but imagine if I knew someone that won, even that influences me. Yeah, because you, you suddenly you'd then if put you said in your wish list, you exactly, use your wish list more. If you said, "Oh, my dad had a free, uh, I don't know, lawnmower through a or book, something, anything," but then I suppose people would start chucking up like massive products on their wish list. So that's the restriction. You would you would definitely get that that everyone would put PS five, Xbox, TV, laptop, yeah, but they, and but all you that. Could, you could do something in the in the in the um small print that people wouldn't read wouldn't you saying but, that it's only going to be up to a certain amount or yeah blah, 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 blah. a value of a hundred pounds or something yeah or but x also, amount of things they, over yeah 
to be fair, like, let's be honest. Um, why couldn't they just say, um, put certain or use, use a certain product or use a certain thing or subscribe to or whatever it may be. And we will give you a chance of winning an Amazon. Let's be honest. They've got echo dot. They've got, um, they've got, um, fire HD. They've got fire sticks. You put in the back of the telly and all that sort of thing. Now well, their own stuff, their own stuff. Now, what that means is that you're forced to use their stuff. Then you're, you're if, into their ecosystem. Exactly. Away. Cause like yeah. me, I've got a, I've got a, um, Google home. And the only reason I've got it is because Spotify gave it for me for free. I wouldn't have that otherwise. I'm not, no, same, I'm not interested. Same. But what it's meant is that actually I use it more now. And if I was to get any more products in my house, hmm. well, because I've already got the Google and I know how it works, et cetera, et cetera. Surely I'm going to then, if I'm thinking about upgrade, not that I am, but if I was to, I'd probably make it the same because it works exactly the same. as. So, yeah, so that, that point still sort of stands that you when you get one of these devices you register it against your amazon account don't you yeah so they know what people have got already so if so if there's yeah. an account if yeah. there's an account with no kindle no yeah. fire tv stick yeah. no whatever and obviously in the next few years going to come they're obviously going to do cctv they're obviously going to do like tvs do- microwaves doorbells door- yeah, 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 yeah. i don't know if they, they probably own ring already i don't know but probably you know what i mean what's just saying to say yeah, have it have it on us and that is the email it's not the fact that oh you've got a possibility of winning it's having that unexpected email being like look we know you've bought a lot of books here's a kindle yeah do you know what I mean have if a kindle you, on us if you don't want it put it in the bin we don't fucking care we don't care yeah because then once they've got it you can monitor their usage of it anyway and see whether or not it was a worthy investment i just i don't i, I just feel like there's um because they get a lot of like they're so big phone, phone jeff up I'll phone out later. I think he's probably busy. I mean, he's probably counting his pennies, isn't he? Screwing up, diving into him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was just a random, it's a random thought. I thought it'd be so much better for the, their sort of PR. We could do PR for Amazon. Just give away free shit. We said that all the time though, like with um, with Xbox and, and how um, you obviously you've always got the battle between Xbox and PlayStation. You you get the trolls as well. So everybody's always, oh, Sony ponies and Xbox and all this sort of shit. But let's be honest, the social side of Xbox is far um, or far exceeds that of PlayStation in the fact that they do giveaways. You can name a load of the people that sort of work on the social side of Xbox because, and I think it's because they needed it. Because mm-hmm. Sony sells itself, PlayStation just sell themselves. Whereas Xbox need to convince or needed to convince people. Um, well, we the- said before, like the the fact that PlayStation was such a massive thing when it first came out. Yeah. That even you know, even if you've got an people, Xbox, you got an Xbox. People say you're playing the PlayStation. Your mum will say you're yeah. on a PlayStation. Exactly. It's the Hoover, isn't it? Yes, definitely. Yeah. And I think that's where Xbox have needed to push that a bit more. But the fact that they do is it Thursdays or Fridays that they give away. I think it's yeah, Friday afternoon where, yeah. where they give away games and stuff like that. And they just get people tweeting about it. Companies should do that far more. I think a um, real um, big thing recently that I, that sort of made me think shit. Oh. And, and you can see it a mile off, you know, it's a ploy, you know, it's a fucking ploy, but equally, I think fair play. Cause she didn't need to do anything. Um, View cinema. Uh, Ayla went to see a film with school and she came back with a free child's ticket. Now it wasn't a free charge well, ticket. She, she where can't go you, on her own, can she? Exactly, and it wasn't a free charge ticket when you pay for an adult. But it's very much a 
free child's ticket because we know she needs to be accompanied by a fucking adult. So straight away, I'm paying eight quid. And I don't mind it because if it's only costing me eight quid instead of 16, fucking right. But also, you know? they're going to make it up on popcorn. Of course they are. Drinks. Oh, pick and mix. You're going to buy your kid a pick and mix, you know? You're just going to do it. That's another thing. I'm So I want to talk about that actually just for a second. What do they um, do that then for kids' films? Just be like, kids can go free to like anything on a, like a PG or U. Maybe not PG. To be fair, I don't, know if, I don't know if I've seen it in England, but in Oz, uh, kids' tickets used to be like a pound on certain mm. on certain showings. And you'd pay like six quid for an adult, but a pound for a kid. Because that means, like, if you're a parent with, or a single mum with four kids, for 10 quid, you can take your whole family to the cinema. Yeah, yeah. That's the way it should be. Brilliant. Absolutely should be. And Shall we buy a cinema? Oh, it would be a dream. Like, I'd love to own a B&B. Or a cinema. I'd love to own some like hospitality. Imagine, sort imagine of. like a, imagine like an eight door. I didn't do any of the eight door sort of cinemas anymore, do you? No, there's a few scattered. Yeah, around. through through COVID, there, a few more came online. But yeah, that no, it'd be fucking phenomenal. Like a proper drive, drive. Just get a big it. car park or bit of land somewhere where you can mm. yeah get people anyway. tuning into the stereo. Um, cinemas, are, by the way, it is it is an interesting fact because um, it used to bug me that popcorn used to cost a lot. I think now, you know, as, as you as you grow up and you earn a bit more and things like that, you sort of see things a bit differently. And now going to the cinema isn't about seeing the film, it's about the whole experience. So yes. I, like a number of times when, you know, growing up, we didn't have that much money. And I think my parents used to, you know, they I'm not saying they were tight or by any means, they weren't at all, they were really generous, but um, it would often be, oh, take your own drink in or try and sneak this bag of crisps in your pocket or whatever it was. It wasn't like nowadays where I just say to my daughter that if you want popcorn, get popcorn. If you want a big mm. drink, get a big drink because I love the cinema experience. I want it to be that experience. It's not that you're going every weekend anyway. You know, well, you do, but anyway, long story short, what I'm getting at is I used to complain and I used to hear a lot of complaints about cinema prices in that, you know, you pay 10 quid for a ticket, but then why is it costing you another four quid for popcorn, another six quid for a hot dog, another you know, three quid for a drink? In actual fact, and I don't know if it's still the case, like with inflation, things have probably changed slightly, but it's because the cinema makes fuck all on every ticket. Yeah. I'm sure when cinema tickets used to cost about eight, nine, ten pounds, the cinema used to make 90p for every ticket sold. And it's because all the rest, let's be honest, if a film is making um, 30 million at the box office, well, the cinema's not making 30 million, are they? The cinema are making next to nothing in comparison. Because for a film to make 30 million, they need to take 90% of that money from the oh, yeah, definitely. cinema. Definitely. And so when you're paying, you know, four quid for a box of popcorn, yeah, the reason it's popcorn as well is because popcorn costs about two pence a bag. It costs absolute fuck all to make, you know, the kernels and the heating of it. Um, I don't know why KFC was bought into it with the kernel just then, but... Um, <laughs> oh, don't get started on that. That's another... See, we've got stories for days, I reckon. Oh, man, KFC. I'm not even, even going to get into it. Not, that, not no, we'll we'll end up on a bit of a low with that as well. But there's another competition we entered that was fixed with KFC Gaming, and to be honest, they've come under a lot of fire recently. But um, we did this competition. Long story short, the person that won it um, originally, and then they did a recount, didn't they? But the person that won it originally, it's all, it's all um, like sus, wasn't it? Like, did yeah, they pay well, for votes or something? Well, the person that originally won it, she was a um, an admin on their Discord page. And so they had to sort of, they had so many complaints saying it's all fixed and all this sort of thing. So they did a recount. And then the recount was because the second person, no, the second person that won had then bought loads of votes and, and paid for their football club or sponsored a football club to get all their votes and stuff like that. It was an absolute fucking mess. And to be honest, our idea was the best anyway. We made a video for it and it was fucking phenomenal. But the less we say about that, the better because it will wind us up. Um, 
that was a better video than we did for our Murder Island application, to be honest. Yeah, I think and it was, yeah. I'm grateful that we didn't get that in the end. But the prize for the KFC gaming was like a five grand uh, gaming setup or something along those lines. So it's a bit disappointed that we didn't win. But alas, we move on. Um, because otherwise we will end up in a rut and not talking about the rest of the year. But I would like to ask you, because yeah. um, you are... Um, because you are... You do this every year, and I'm not asking you for your... Um, Put me on the spot now, aren't you? Yeah, no, I'm not. And that's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to ask for your final fives, but every year, and this is something I love about you, in that every year you will tweet your top five films, albums, games, um, TV shows. I think it's those four, isn't it? Something like that. Or it's at least films and TV shows. I yeah. might have added yeah. albums depends. and games. But depends, on it? Depends if there's sometimes, enough. Sometimes I just feel like I'm shouting into a void. Yeah. But I suppose it's that it's, it's my own sort of... But I'd be keen to hear on some of, like, some of your favourites, because mine aren't as impactful. Like, the things that I've seen, I don't think that, you know... I don't feel like I've watched a lot, though, to be fair. Can I just, can I just point out, though, because I felt like that, and then I remembered WandaVision was this year. It yeah. feels like a fucking lot longer than that. Loki was this year. It feels like a fucking lot longer than that. This year has been long, like really long. Although it's gone in a flash, a lot of the stuff we did at the start of the year feels so long ago, doesn't it? Yeah, so I'd say my highlights then, just off the top of my head. Yeah, don't even do top fives, just what are your highlights, really? Um, June. I really liked June. Yeah, not seen it yet. Really liked it. Um, see that at cinema yeah nice yeah yeah so it's like sh the bass was pretty much shaking my ribs I like ribs that's good though shaking um, were you eating then... were you eating <laughs> and then TV you know what I'm going to say with TV succession I was quite, yeah succession I was yeah. quite late to the party because I joined as like season three was starting yeah this year yeah so I've always heard about it, but I don't know why I never jumped in. And I think sometimes it's nice when you find something that good and you're like, holy shit, I've got... It's like someone jumping on, like, Always Sunny now, being like, you're telling me there's 15 seasons of this. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're in for a good Which time, I did, so, to right? be honest. I only started watching Sunny about four years ago, five years ago, mm. and it blew my mind. Which, I mean, it needs a special mention because they're just releasing season 15, and so far, I am laughing my box off. It is so funny. But... um. Yeah, Succession. Fantastic. Like, fully recommend it. It's my Christmas um, viewing, I think, because I've not seen any yet. Some people might think, oh, it's boring. <laughs> but it's, the, the writing is just... Well, you, you, just, just give it a go. That's I'll get on it. Um, and I think, to be honest, my highlight... And I know it's easy because it's recent and like there have probably been moments throughout the year where I've gone, oh, I really, really like that. Um, I think um, Arcane is yeah you said that didn't you i haven't seen that yet possibly the best thing i've it's the best thing i've seen on netflix i think and it's the best um animated thing i've ever seen close to spider-verse okay because spider-verse is is genuinely was the best it put it this it, because they're tv and if, if, it, if arcane was like a film i'd struggle but the fact that one's tv and one's a film they're they're the two best of their genre mm. um or it of that art style they are absolutely unbelievable oh so i've seen um i've seen spider-man the other day as well yeah yeah I, I cannot say anything no i'm going in two days so do not say a word um there are a few other highlights of this year 
um, I discovered a little um, indie band. I think they called Linkin Park. Have you ever? No, I'm joking. Oh. Um, no, I started listening to Paul Williams, who is a New Zealand um, artist. He actually is the co-host or the Taskmaster's assistant. So he's the Alex Horn of Taskmaster okay. New Zealand. Yeah. And he does silly songs. And also over in our, the Antipodean region, um, Tom Cardi is one of the funniest YouTubers slash Instagram slash probably on TikTok as well, um, comedy musician. Um, because I'm really into, you know, like Lonely Island and things like that. Um, Tom Cardi, absolutely hilarious. And Paul Williams, although he's a comedian, his songs are actually really quite catchy and quite serious in parts. Um, although the album Surf Music came out in 2018, it was only because I saw, I think it was Joe Scrubbles tweeted about it saying, I heard this guy's music at a James A. Caster gig or something along those lines. Um, just take a listen. And I did, and I'm not, it was, you know, like the Spotify Unwrapped, that was top of the tree. What was yours, like Spotify Unwrapped? Do you remember what your artist was at the top? Was it Sinead O'Connor? It's um, Alt-J. Oh, okay. Which, yeah, I just, it's my default. You know, you have like a default album. Yeah. That you go to all the time, it's Alt-J, yeah. Do you know, like Mike, genuinely, like, I will always, so I used to fly a lot when we went to Oz and then within Oz, you have to fly anywhere to get anywhere. Um, for takeoff, we, 100% of the takeoffs that I did, maybe over like three years before flights were grounded and COVID hit and everything like that, um, Childish Gambino, because I could just headphones on and then during takeoff, whatever song was on, I'd just get into. And that was, yeah, that was default. <clears throat> have you heard of, 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 I don't know if you've heard much of Alt-J. No. Do you know the, like, the style of music? uh no i'm pretty useless with music to be honest basically there's a there's this youtube video of these guys from like six seven years ago and it's called how to write an alt j song mega and they they do and they're basically taking the piss out of how easy it is right it's hard to explain this you know like what alt j sounds like um i'll send you i'll send you it but they've they've pieced it together maybe i'll listen to some of their songs and then It's it's like um Brett Domino. So Brett Domino trio is a comedy band. It's Rob Madden who who leads it, and there's only two of them, even though they're in a trio. But he will. He's got a few YouTube videos where he's like, um, "This is how you." And he's like, nerdy like as power fuck. chords and stuff and, like that. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. "This is how you write a hit single," and then he puts all together and he sounds like a Jason Derulo track, or yeah. you know, this is how you make a Christmas song, and then he, he tells you like, "It's clever, isn't it? It's really very clever. clever, really clever, it's very clever." Um, talking of YouTube. So I watch a lot of No More Jockeys, and that's been going a bit longer than this year. I think it's been since lockdown, so that's been on for probably 18 months now. But highly recommend No More Jockeys. It's one of the funniest things, if not the funniest thing, um, that I watch and just laugh all the time at. And it's literally this, a Zoom call with three comedians, uh, Alex Horn, Mark Watson, and um, Tim Key, just chatting shit, but also playing a game at the same time. And more recently, in fact, as recent as this has only gone up in the last three weeks or so, I think, um, Justin Hawkins rides again. And it is Justin Hawkins on tour with the darkness in hotel rooms, telling us why he loves and hates certain bands and music. That's and brilliant. He, it, That's it, the stuff it, I want to hear. It's unbelievable. And he, he'll be like my unpopular p- opinion on the Beatles, um, get back uh, documentary. And then you think, Oh, the unpopular opinion, he's going to hate it. And you go mm. on there and he's like, oh, I really actually really enjoyed it. Um, my unpopular opinion is that um, Yoko Ono 
he's not a bad person at all. And he, you know, he goes into why and things like that. And he's like, there are certain people, he calls people out on, he's like, oh, this absolute idiot from an indie band in the nineties has turned around saying Yoko broke them up. And this is why one, he's got no comment because his music's fucking shit. <laughs> it's brilliant. It is that amazing. Is brilliant. But he's nice about it. He puts it in a nice way, but he will shit on people in a very sort of roundabout way. He won't say it directly, but it's, it's brilliant. He, um, Obviously, I didn't mention that. I really enjoyed that Beatles get back. We've sp- spoke about it before. Yeah, I've only seen How, the first say hour or so because but... it's because it's like high definition, 4K. It looks like it could have been made this year. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I think it just puts more respect on how how good they actually are. Thank you. I've just oh, had look a delivery. at that service oh. with a smile. What is it? Soup. Yeah, it is soup. Amazing tomato soup. No, it's vegetable. I think. I mean, I wish it was tomorrow. Of course, it's fucking vegetable. He's straight, aren't he? It's not gonna be any. It's not gonna be chicken, is it? So that's that's another highlight, actually, is that the amount of restaurants and stuff that have opened around me. I have genuinely put on um, maybe a stone and a half, maybe two. I don't know. I've put on so much weight since I've been living around here because food is just too easily accessible. When I lived in the UK previously, I had to drive to get a takeaway. Now there's Uber Eats. There's whatever the other ones are called, Just Eat, and everything. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, it's insane so yesterday i honestly I, I felt so lazy i just had my booster and i was just feeling really achy and i just couldn't be bothered to move so i went on to uber eats and bought a mcdonald's for lunch and then i had a chinese for tea god doubled up on the takeaways what a fat shit it's christmas get away with it and now i'm eating soup and i realize that everybody's gonna have to wear this <laughs> it's fine mate it's fine um a few things that happened this year, then. Mm. The um, Suez Canal got blocked. <laughs> that was mad, wasn't it? So, so this is slowly starting to turn into um, Netflix's uh, "Twenty Twenty One Must Die" or whatever it's going to be called, where Charlie Brooker. Oh yeah, he, he's he's a guy that's untouchable, by the way. Yeah, he is. Like I absolutely adore him. Um, Black Mirror. Well, oh, yeah. like whilst the British ones were better than, you know, when they sort of glamorized what's the, it. For I mean, what's the, what's the best thing he's done, in your opinion? I, I know what, in my opinion. So, um, like, the screen wiping, games wipe are the ones that I used to watch. Okay. And, yeah, that sort of stuff. Do you know what mine is? Go. Connie Huck. <laughs> <laughs> I could mic drop now, I would, but... The best thing that Charlie Booker has done is Connie Huck. <laughs> No, I do love the guy. Mm. I think he's he's dry, and that's sort of my sense of humour. But also politically, like, brilliant. Gets it, doesn't he? Mm. He gets it. Um, so, yeah, the Suez Canal did get blocked, and there were plenty of memes. Yeah, well, okay. I'm moving on, shall I, down the list? Yeah. Um, um, that, I can't even remember who it was, mate. Remember on that Zoom call? when that guy was like, I'm a cat. I'm not actually a cat. Oh. <laughs> that was good as well. Yeah, like a solicitor or something like yeah, that. that was good, wasn't it? Oh, was Jackie Weaver this year or was that last year? That no, might Jack- have been last year. Or was it? Maybe, I don't know. Oh, maybe, maybe it was this year. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. <laughs> Fuck me, that was brilliant. That's good. Um, the, 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 was it this year? I don't know. If it, was the weekend at the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, this year's Super Bowl, definitely. Remember when he's like coming through all the corridors? Mate, and that? I, I rewatched it. So the last Super Bowl, because obviously there's a lot of drama at the Super Bowl with um with um Janet Jackson's boobs and things like that. But um, that one this year was it? 
she got him out again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other one. She funny. didn't want to be upstaged by weekend. Um, but I used to watch The Who because they did it maybe 15 years ago or something like that. What, got a boob out? Yeah, they did the Super Bowl halftime show with their tits out. Okay. And it was just 15 minutes of great songs. Um, and since then, I've not really, you know, there's been a few performances that you might watch and then just ignore. But that weekend performance, it was remarkable. I don't care what anybody says. I really bloody loved it. Really loved it. That's good. Uh, um, England in the Euros. Highlight, mate. That was amazing. Yeah, that was good. Wasn't it? Absolute highlight. <sighs> and I started to go and see Forest Green Rovers. I'm going to my ninth or tenth game this Proper weekend. Fan. Proper fan now, aren't you? I've got a shirt, what sort, mate. What sort of bread is that? Granary? Yeah. Of course it is. You, you treat me as though I'm some posho as that granary bread isn't accessible to anyone that shops in fucking Lidl. Is that from Lidl, is it? No, the artisan <laughs> baker. <laughs> Point but, proven. No. But Point can, proven. I, can I tell you something? Although it's from the artisan baker. What is, what, what's he such an artisan in? Oh, you, you, should see, you should see his bread, mate. You wouldn't be questioning that. I don't even question it. I'm not have, you seen ex- his big, have you seen his big baguette? Have you? Fucking, this is disgusting. What is, I'm going to have to put like an explicit rating on this. Forget all the fucks that we put in. You've just called the baker's dick a baguette. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the, is it just one guy? He's just one guy because there's not many people that are more than one guy. But no, there's like people that work there. How do you become an artisan in bakery? Like, is that like, can you just bestow that on yourself? Can I just say that now? Yeah. It's like, I'm an was, artisan in podcasting. Yeah, of course, yeah. It's like saying, it's like saying um, gluten free or fucking anything. You, 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 <laughs> you, you can't say gluten free on something and then it's not gluten free. Of course you can. You can say what you want. You're an adult. Okay. Yeah, but I'm saying it's not like he's like, been knighted with a baguette, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you want to call yourself bespoke Jason Cripps, crack on, mate. Do what you want. Okay. If you want to call yourself, you know, um, it, no, I don't I don't know enough about what the word artisan means um, to know how he became the artisan baker. But can I just clear something up? Right. Firstly, it's very dangerous to say something's gluten-free when it's not. So don't do that ever. Even That's though I'm saying, saying, yeah, I was, Here I we was are. just artisan, a worker in a skilled trade. There you go. Bread, is bread making skilled? I'm going to do that now. I can, can't make a, can't make a fucking can't woodwork a chair, but I can make some bread. You are making a lock in, mate. He's an artisan. Um, especially that one involves making things by hand. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Can I just also point out that the bread that I got from the artisan baker, I got at a third of the cost. Because oh, you know me. Mates, mates rates, is it? I like a bargain, <laughs> right? So um, Too Good To Go is the app, and I encourage anyone listening to get it um, because this isn't promo talk either. This is just something that I think is really good to reduce the amount of food waste. And this is where... You've got Greg's on there, you've got Morrison's, but then you've got local butchers, bakers, candlestick makers, all the you know people that are selling shit. Basically, I honestly don't doubt there would be candlestick makers in Strait. Uh, it probably is. Uh, so the um, 
no, the, the, the reason I'm sort of raising awareness to this too good to go is because not only do you get a bargain, but you save food going in the bin. And it's really important. Like basically Starbucks, Costa, there's loads of, there's loads of companies, Greg's are on there. But what you do is you get things for a third of the price because they're about to chuck them in the bin. You collect them later in the day. So for example, <laughs> from the bin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it might have like cat hair on it or, you know, potato peelings or whatever. But um, no, basically when Greg's cook too many sausage rolls or donuts or whatever it may be, they put them in a bag at the end of the day. And instead of paying like four quid for all of that, you pay one pound, do some quick maths, one pound 30. Um, and I just think it's really good. And so I went to the artisan baker and I spent a fiver and I got one bread roll because it's really expensive there. No, um, I got about five loaves. I got four croissants, some Danish pastries and all sorts. Really good value. I still eat my soup bowl. So just, just putting that sound bite of you uh, scraping the bowl there. Not slurping, not a slurper. Now I'll shave my beard as well, so I'm not getting as much in my tash, which is good. I do fully appreciate too good for go, right? Yeah. What's it called? Is it too good to go? Yeah, too good to go. That's better, yeah. What do you think I said? I thought you said too good for go before. I might have. Um, fully appreciate that. What if people don't, though? They're just going to chuck it in the bin, aren't they? Mm -hmm. So could we not have another app <laughs> that's like just like lower level than too good to go? So really close to going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, this top of gone. Bin. But, yeah, yeah, this stuff's gone, but you can still have it. Yeah, it's gone. Fish out of the bin. And instead of it being like a third, it's a quarter. So you pay what are they less. Do, what are they doing? They're not chucking all these bread rolls in a bin. If no one eats them, they're not chucking all these cakes and bread rolls in a bin, then tipping salt all over them, are they? Oh, so you are suggesting we bin dig? <laughs> Just saying. Ideas for the next podcast. <laughs> Money saving expert with Mike and Jace. No, I'm just like if if no one's collecting these, too good for go, too good to go. Too Maybe good to go. It. If no one's collecting them, then they're just chucking them in the bin. And if I walk in and say, "Can I have that bin stuff?" Before you chuck it in the bin, can I just have it? Well, they're going to be like, "Well, give us some money," and I'll be like, "Well, no, you, you are literally about to chuck it in the bin." But then, yeah, that relies on you being there and then, and them not having already surely, sold it all on the too good to go yeah, but you could just literally go down like at the end of the day as literally about as they're about to shut you do that then and say have you got any bin food for me and when they say no mate i'll be like fine i'll, I'll be back tomorrow see you later <laughs> that's a good business model isn't it i'm not saying it's business model i'm just saying i get hungry anyway next right so Fuck, this has gone one on thing, now. One, right, we'll, we'll round it no, up. No, 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 we don't need to round it up. I'm just saying. I just feel thing. sorry for people still listening to us. If you there, are still listening, by no the way, fair fucking play. There's, there's no one listening. This is nearly as long as the Beatles get back. <laughs> that was like nine hours. Yeah, but when we're like rich and famous and one of us has been shot, then, you know, this will be, be great, then. won't it? Thanks. Um, you're definitely the Paul McCartney. <laughs> what, and I fucking carry you? <laughs> Yeah, well, no, I'm not even saying I'm Lennon, mate. I'm like, I'm not even Ringo or George. You're Yoko. I'm Yo Yo I'm Yoko. Oh, no. 
Shit me. Go on, what are you going to say? Um, I know, I know what your thoughts on this are straight away. As soon as I say it, I know what your thoughts are. Sea shanties. Ugh. Was there like a, a period? It was this year, wasn't it? I'm sure it was. Was it late last year? Oh, I don't know. But there's a period of time. I hope it was this year, because if it's lived in my head for that fucking long everything since. Everything was a fucking sea shanty. And some, and I, I, I'm not speaking disrespect, but the fact we haven't fucking seen him ever again means I was correct. Yeah, at the time the you very much said he will disappear overnight. The fact that all he did was hit a drum in a on a beat and come up with a fucking tune like being at sea. And then they put a remix behind it and suddenly it was like the song, wasn't it? Hate it. And they put it with them lads with the tight jeans on and then they put it on fucking Fortnite and then they put it on every TV programme and you're suddenly like, I'm sick of this. It's horrid. Baby yeah. Shark was better. Yeah, no wonder they did it on boats. They were all going fucking insane. <laughs> they had scurvy. <laughs> um. I would like to call out a few things, like because I, I did, I did make a, a few notes um, in terms of um, what uh, we we sort of discussed. Because I think I've been sharing a lot more about my dad um, over the last uh, over the last twelve months, and that, not that he's sort of secretive or anything like that. And that some of the stories that I, you know, I've told you um, have been from several years ago. But it's when I remind my dad of those stories that he comes up with another gem. And I'm like, like your dad oh, wanting to fight Jesus. So my, he he said he was so tightly wound. So I can't remember what it was that upset him. There are a few things that do that, that do really make me laugh. But there's at one point he was so tightly wound that he would fight anyone. He got he got that agitated. And he's not a fighter. He's a big gentle giant. He's massive, but he's a gentle giant. But very much, um, I was talking to him. I was like, everything all right? He's like, nah, just. Just really annoyed, and I was like, "Well, what's, what's the matter?" Because oh, I can't remember what it was. It might be, it might be what I'm about to tell you a story of his. But um, he said, "I'm so tightly well, mate. I think if Jesus came down, I'd fight him." <laughs> Suggesting that if there was a Jesus, and if Jesus was to return to the earth and He's be in my dad's present, yeah, in my dad's presence, my dad would try and fight so him. If there was some sort of yeah um, resurrection, <laughs> yeah, of Jesus Christ. The first place he's going <laughs> is to see your dad. <laughs> and like, my dad's going to try like, and fight him. Like there's history there. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Maybe there's beef. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And I think, I think what it was, I think it was actually this time last year. So, and this is like, this is incredible. So dad um, received a gift. Bear in mind, I, I might have mentioned it before and people have got differences of opinion on, on um, Christmas presents and giving and receiving and things like that. For me, it's very much um, are happy with a chocolate orange and a pair of socks. That's mm -hmm. great because it means that you thought of me and it's something that I'm going to get a lot of joy out. I'm going to put those socks on quite a lot in the next 12 months and I'm going to eat the fuck out of that Terry's chocolate orange because I absolutely adore them. Now, um, my mum is particularly good at buying presents. Not necessarily um like price wise not necessarily like but she's thoughtful and if i told my mum oh i'm really into this particular thing she'd go and find something themed around that it's not always great because you tell her that you like star wars and she'll then buy you something star trek but it's the thought that counts anyway long story short my mum and dad buy these put it this way i i, I genuinely feel like my mum and dad are like some of the most generous people in the world 
they give so much care. Obviously, they care for my little brother and things like that, but they give so much care and they give up so much of their time for other people who don't necessarily deserve it or that, that don't give it back, but mm-hmm. they still keep on giving because they're just kind-hearted people. Now, my mum will go out of her way and Christmas shopping, she'll be like planning it from November. She'll be like, oh, I need to buy this for that person, this for that person. And she'll buy some really thoughtful things and she'll buy things, you know, she'll spend, I don't know, like there might be, be this person in particular that she was she was buying for, um, they might have spent like 20 quid on a gift or something like that. And it was just a nice thing that looked nice that fit the bill. Right, that's perfect. Wrap it up and take it over. Now, my um, my dad received a gift from said people and they put it into, now this is a year ago, so I'm trying to remember all the details, but they put it into a bottle bag. So it was a, it was a bottle. My dad likes his, likes his red wine. So when he opened the wine, he took a look at it and he's like, oh, that's fine. You know, great. Thanks. Put on a brave face when you see that it's a bottle of rosé, but even a bottle of rosé, it's not a bad gift. You know, they know he likes wine. That's, that's cool. That's a, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a, a, a nice thought. Um, he then um, later that day sort of opens the the bottle a bit more and he's like, oh, okay. It's, it's a rosé that I don't really you know, know, but okay, I'll give it a go type thing. And it, that same day, the people are talking to mom and dad about how, um, Tesco are taking the piss at the moment. My dad's like, "Why is that?" Oh, well, when you buy um, when you buy six bottles of wine, um, they have they have to be over a fiver in value to get the twenty five percent off. So you can't actually buy like if you're buying six bottles of wine, they have to come to more than thirty pound for Tesco to give you twenty five percent off. And like again, not a snob. Some cheap wine tastes nice, and some people put up with you know it's, it's all dependent on the taste and that sort of thing. But when mom and dad have spent like 20 odd quid on, on, on them and then the sort of gift back and my dad's thinking, so they're complaining about not getting the 25% off for the bottle, not being worth a fiver. I wonder how much it's worth. Oh, no. So my dad went on to Tesco and had a look. It was £2.89. And they were complaining that they couldn't get 25% off. Didn't you say there's some sort of wine tax as well, though? Yeah, so the bottle obviously costs, I don't know, 40p, and then the labels and the distribution and everything else like that. So the very minimum that a bottle of wine will cost to make is like £1 something. So the wine on top, and that's why like £10 is the perfect price for buying a bottle of wine, because as soon as you go under that, then you're eating into the value. If, if value of the wine. Exactly. And then Quality over that, it's taxed, or you know, there's a certain value where it's taxed, so it's like the the good ratio the good balance is about a 10 pound bottle if you buy a two pound bottle you know at least half of that is on packaging distribution and everything else storage and whatever else um so yeah in that bottle i don't know there's about one pound 30s worth of wine in there or something like that did he he drink it no what he's done is actually started gifting it to all of us so every time there's a birthday that comes around he gives it to a different member of the family and then they gift it back that is brilliant Um, uh, so the the um, other thing is, and again, just to show that I think sometimes, he, and this is why he gets tightly wound because I think he's he's given so much and there's so much that he's, so much that he can give, and then when people so. Um, well, two more stories if you can entertain this I know it's all about my old man but it's just funny stuff that I've learned in the last 12 months when I talked to him about this sort of thing um, but he um, he was talking about this this couple who were celebrating their wedding anniversary be it their 30, 40, 50, whatever they you know fairly old uh, older than my mum and dad anyway so they might have been celebrating say 40 years of marriage or something like that and they're like oh what do you want to do and my dad's like oh um, 
no, no. My, my dad said, what are you doing? What are you doing for your um, anniversary? And they're yeah. like, oh, we were wondering if um, you and Ingrid, my mum, if you guys wanted to come to the pub and, and get some um, get some dinner, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go and um, we'll go and get a, a meal together. And they're like, oh, that sounds wonderful. You know, like as families do occasionally, you know. Um, you just um, calling all these people out now. Right? And so I'm not naming names, Jesus Christ. Um, hopefully no family members are listening to this. Well, not Jesus Christ, mate. You'll, you'll be, you'll oh, be we've called him out already. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Probably the worst of all. Um, but start, start big. In fact, everybody knows him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he, um, he, he said, well, if you want, I'll pick you up on the way. You know, we can go past your house and we'll pick you up on the way to the pub. I'll drive because it's your anniversary. You can drink. And they went out for this meal had a you know good bit of food and a drink and then they just sat there and the waiters come over oh do you want anything and they're like no no and dad's like oh what's the plan then and they're like, oh we'll just go in a minute and my dad's like yeah all right and then they carry on sitting there and they carry on sitting there and my dad's like eager to get home he's like oh just you know the, the night's run its course we're due to go home and he's expecting them at some point. The waiter comes over again. Anything else I can get you? And you're expecting them to turn around and say, can oh, we no, get, 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 get the beer or anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. And my dad was like, at that point, I just had enough. He goes, I just went over to the bar and settled it. He goes, and then I took them home. And they didn't even say thanks. Didn't they, didn't didn't offer to pay or anything like that. So my no dad's just way. gone out of his way to pay just because he's like, he's embarrassed at the situation. He's like, we've got to. Finally, and again, just goes to show the um, the the... Uh, and I'll end on a really high note after this as well. But he bumped into some friends, my mum and, and dad. They they take my little brother to like a steam fair or whatever it is. Every year they go to this same um, place and see all the trains or the engines or whatever it is. I don't know, something like that. And um, they bumped into this couple in town and they were like, oh, you're going up there and on the bank holiday? And they're like, oh, no, we sold the car. So we're not we're not going to get there this year. It's a bit far to walk and all this. And my dad's like, I'll, uh, I'll take you. I can pick you up. If you if you want to go, then you know I'll definitely definitely take you there, and um, yeah 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 okay let's let's go, and uh, picked them up on the way. It's a different couple now, but you know another <laughs> another couple that my dad's just trying to help out, yeah. and um, took them to the steam fair. They get there and you pay on the gate. You know when you go when you go in in your car, wind down your window, you pay for your tickets and your parking. And dad's like, well no one else is getting their sort of wallet out or anything like that. So my dad's looking back in the car, you know. He's like, oh, um, four adults and my little brother might have been five adults, but he probably gets a special rate. But anyway, five five adults or whatever and pays. And then they get out the car, like park up. And my dad's thinking, oh, they might offer me the tenner or whatever it is to, end, you know, the entry fee or, or say, oh, we'll pay you back in a bit or anything like that. And they jumped out the car and started walking away. And they're like, oh, see you about four o'clock then. Bye. No <laughs> and they went, and they went <laughs> off in their uh, thing. And my dad, he's just like, torrid time he's like all the way around i just kept saying to your mom should we just drive back without him should we just go early i fucking would have i'll be honest but no what he said, did he do then he waited for him waited you know obviously they went around and did their own thing and then at four o'clock they came back got in the car and again he's thinking maybe they'll pay maybe they'll just offer or they'll sort of give the money or anything like that no took him home dropped him off see you later then he's like i ain't spoke to him since bloody hell unbelievable um and finally just because i yeah i'm talking about um my old man and you know these are just very much he's just been um taking the piss out of he, he does like to take the piss himself a little bit in that um was in school once 
and a chemistry teacher went on to talk to us about carbon monoxide poisoning and how you don't just fall asleep and die. It's actually pretty horrific and your organs starve of oxygen and all that. He went into detail. And then he came back the next day and said, look, really sorry, kids. I spoke to my wife last night about what I was teaching you. And she said I was insensitive and I should have asked beforehand if any of you had any family members or friends that had died of carbon monoxide poisoning, all this and the other. And we're yeah. like, oh, don't worry about it, whatever. We're kids. Even if you did, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have cared, whatever. I say kids, I was probably about 14. Went back home that night and said, Dad, I wouldn't believe it. We can't believe what happened at school. Teacher apologized because they were telling us about carbon monoxide poisoning and all this and the other. And my dad's like, oh, you ought to go back and tell him what happened to your nan. She was really badly burnt when she died. And I was like, you what? He said, yeah, 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 yeah. Your nan was really, really badly burnt when she died. Now, I always just thought my nan died of, well, inverted commas, old age. You know, she probably had cancer or heart condition or something like that. But um, no, he said she was really badly burnt. I was like, this is fucking shocking. Um, and he went, yeah, they don't fuck around in the creme. <laughs> like, for fuck's sake. So sure enough, I did. I went back into school and I uh, I told them all um, that they, you know, my nan was really badly burnt. He's like, shit, I'm re- I told it just like my dad told it. And fair play, the teacher did sort of just say, yeah, that's funny, but you shouldn't swear. <laughs> um, and what I also used to tell people, my old man, I'm telling you a lot about you, a lot about him today, but... Um, he, I might just get him on rather than you. Yeah, maybe I'll point. be the I'll be the host, and he can tell all his, all his anecdotes. I've got loads to be fair, and um, we could do a whole fucking podcast on on my dad when he shot someone with blanks in an army range. When uh, I, to be fair, I, I used to tell. <laughs> what people, was he even doing there? <laughs> just stumbled upon it. What he uh, what he was um, that he was in prison. He was in prison for seventeen years. Uh, I used to tell people that a lot. Um, because he was a prison officer. And when we were doing some law and order thing at school, and they're like, does anybody know anyone who's ever been to prison? I was like, yeah, my dad. And they're like, what? I said, my dad was in prison for 17 years. And they're trying to work it out with the dates. Like, did he, like, have me, like, was he in jail? And then he had me, like, they couldn't work yeah. it out. And they're like, why? Why was he in jail? I said, oh, he worked there. <laughs> Bloody hell. Um, yeah. But anyway, I went on a, a little sidetrack there with some stories about my old man. And it was only because I'd just been talking to him recently and he's sort of um, reliving the good old days. He had a bit of a scare, I think, earlier in the year. And it was very much one of those shit. There's probably a lot that my kids don't know, because to be fair, growing up, he was in the army for a bit. And then he told us that he was in the jungle um, when he was in prison. He didn't tell us half the stories. And now we hear about it. And I'm like, I wouldn't have let him go to work if I knew it was like mm. that as a kid. You know, I'd have just been like, no, 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 no. Don't go to work, dad. I don't want you to get beaten up by prisoners or anything like that. This is it. Like um, I've, I've said it to uh, my dad before. It's like there's a lot he knows, and a lot he knows from my granddad. Yeah. But that that knowledge will just go. That stories will just go, and that history will, or the, the family history will just go. And it's funny to think that. But my son, when he's older, he'll be like, "Well, here's all the TikToks I've done." <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Do here's, here's the podcast that my dad got on spotify it's, it's weird to think like we see all these like uh old photos of victorians and stuff where they literally have to sit there for like hours for the f- the film to develop but yeah. now there's or people some, like, to paint their picture you know yeah, yeah, now there's gonna be some some like 4k photoshopped it's like mum, did you really have like ass and tits like that <laughs> oh no, that's, like, all no that's filter <laughs> yeah no, that's all photoshop jesus um no but yeah it's 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 all very much documented now which crazy isn't, isn't necessarily a good thing because if you know i don't know 2005 mike's facebook or whenever it came out 2007 mike's facebook it's fucking embarrassing what a stud yeah i was fit but i was an idiot <laughs> yeah mate same so before we go um 
what have you asked for Father Christmas? Um, or what have you asked Father Christmas for this Christmas? I've I've asked him for a microphone arm. Very good. So Very good. I mean that's how amateur this setup is. That it's on resting on those books that you mentioned at the start. Yes, We've gone full on... circle. We're back at the books. There we go. Just like a year. Yeah. Maybe we call it there, mate. Unless you've got anything else to say. So what you what you have for Christmas? Oh, um, I want um Bob Mortimer's autobiography. I just want Bob Mortimer. I do really, really want Bob Mortimer. I think that's that's national treasure. Yeah, just absolute legend. To be fair, um, I love him to bits. Oh, before we go, I heard some new phrases this year. I did learn some new phrases. One is this <laughs> winning, um, and another one. <laughs> <What? "Wah-bye!" laughs> Two new phrases. You ever read them? New? No, they're new. I made them up. Made them up. I thought that always come full circle. Because I'm fully waiting for like a Budweiser advert. Yeah. That I, will just I want do one. that again. I want one. I'm, I'm thinking if there's a time to do it, do it now. Because I'm sure didn't they do that on scary movie? Yeah. And then literally a new scream film coming out like next <gasps> month. Ooh. I don't know. They did it, it. They did it on Scary Movie, and even the screen masks had massive tongues, tongues coming out. Yeah, of them yeah, stuff, yeah, didn't yeah. I just think, like, I don't know. People like it's like fashion, isn't it? Something falls out of fashion, and then years later, it's back in fashion. Uh, it's the same with kids' TV. They reinvent it. They bring it back out because it's you know it's got some real quality. I just wish we'd see more of the old stuff. Definitely. Let's be honest. The Coca Cola advert, mate. Nail it every year. Holidays are coming. They ain't changed that in, you know. No, but they pretty much created Christmas, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, true. Which it soon will be Christmas, mate, and I'm very excited for it. How long have we been rambling for, anyway? Two hours. Fucking hell, madness. Yeah, we apologise for all the you thing guys is, listening. again, before we wrap it up, we will. We would just be talking about this anyway. It's just the fact that we have pressed record. Yeah, all of this stuff would have come out anyway. You'd have learnt about my old man and his and his stories. You'd have learnt about... um And his rivalry with jesus christ i don't even know if jesus has done anything you know i think it was just one of it's those just all your old man is it what my old man is is jesus? it well no is your old man like judas oh maybe that's what it is yeah like rebirthed or reincarnated that's the word and that's why he's so nice to people now because he's okay. learned his lesson okay fact Fact. The one I need. Fact. I know my I know. dad's na- middle name is Judas. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, his surname is Iscariot. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, no, true fact that blew my fucking mind. And I was going to mention it a minute ago, where we were talking um, about how your parents and grandparents and things, all the stuff is mm. lost in history and everything like that. Here's a mad thing that I learned. I went to see Tim Minchin a few months, maybe last month, and the um there was something he told and it was one of those stories i'm like i wish i'd thought of that because that is just an incredible incredible thought now antonio's like oh i've always thought of it that way and i was like i've never fucking have until i heard it but it, it blows my mind so you know women um have eggs that they're just there like the fuck not like chicken eggs but like a, a pinball machine is fully loaded Exactly, it's fully loaded from birth. So they have their eggs, but even before just sort of stacked up. Yeah, yeah. So the the eggs that like come out every eight, uh, every four weeks or month or or whatever, right? The eggs that the sperm finally meets once a month or whatever. Those eggs Mm. that come out, 
See, this is sort of blowing my mind. I'm 34 and I don't yes, know. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, but it, it gets even fucking because I knew that. I knew that they were stacked up. There's a there's a pod, right? There's there's a mm. there's a there's a pocket full of eggs, right? Why did I think that was something that the body created? Yeah, same. I thought it just created it on a monthly not basis. Like, not like when they literally say you're running out, like your ammo is. Yeah, um, yeah, it literally is. It is an ammo pocket, right? It's unbelievable, right? So. But, but women don't just get these like when they hit puberty or anything like that. They are born with them. They have them from fairly early on in the mm. womb, right? So the way Tim Minchin tells it is that his wife, yeah, was, was, um, his wife was an egg at one point. We all were, yeah? We were all an egg inside our mothers, weren't we? Yeah. Right? So Tim Minchin's mum, right, was, uh, no, sorry, Tim Minchin's wife's mum, was a baby during the war. She escaped Nazi Germany from Poland, right? The 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 the, the nan, so Tim Minchin's yeah, yeah. mum's mum, was pregnant with Tim Minchin's wife's mum. So pregnant lady escaping Nazi Germany had an eight-month-old baby in her tummy, and inside that eight-month-old baby were millions or thousands or however many number of eggs. Yeah. So that means that Tim Minchin's wife escaped Nazi Germany in 1940 or, or whatever, or escaped Nazi-driven Poland, or they yeah, left yeah, Poland, yeah, yeah. you know, under the um, German um, Occupation. conflict. Yeah. yeah, which, that's fucking mad. When you think about that then, so you were an egg inside your mum in 1987, well, 1986, let's say, because... But but regardless, when your mum's birthday, my mum's birthday, I think is like I haven't got eggs in me. No, you don't. But <laughs> that's beside the point. What I'm saying is, when was your mum born? Because if you go about six months before your mum was born, like yeah. my mum was born in 1961, I think. So what I'm saying is, my mum was born in 61, but in January. So I was around in 1960. The cells that make that, me that's 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 mental isn't it that's the, fucking the cells, mind blowing the cells that made you were around in 1960 yeah so are we saying that you're old as fuck then we're saying that i'm i should be drawing a fucking pension why am i still working for a living yeah that is mad do you want to hear my mad fact then yeah i do because this is this is probably the highlight for me this, this that, that was like the highlight right, of the year welcome episode one to wiki gold um, <laughs> it's a new thing we've come up with we thought fuck's sake this is it um although i don't know the facts i'm not going to look it up i'm going to make it up that's good it, i'm going to make it up but it is fact <laughs> okay i've told you this before but it still blows my mind because of time and stuff there is less time between a tyrannosaurus rex and an iphone there's less time between a tyrannosaurus rex being alive Mm. and an iPhone being created mm. than there was between a Triceratops and a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Which is fucking ridiculous. So, so how many millions of years were between a Tyrannosaurus Rex and a Triceratops? But then there's not as much time between a Tyrannosaurus Rex yeah, and Yeah, so we were closer to a T-Rex than what is that? a T-Rex was to another fucking dinosaur. That Yeah. And then they're like, oh, like it's madness, isn't it? Scary. It's really mm. fucking scary. And I, I, I think the, um, I think the, the, I've gone, I've lost. I've, you know, when they, when they like explain, my mind is literally when, gone. When they explain time as like, literally we're, we're on it for like 
a grain of sand, aren't we? Yeah, in, if, in if time, if time was our like, if the time of the universe was our life, like you know, not yeah. to eighty years, then it's a snap of a fingers. Um, is how long we're here. Humans have been here for, mm. or something like that. Yeah, ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. But it's a good job T Rexes and iPhones weren't around at the same time because they'd be shit at the, f- the screen would be all fucking scratch, wouldn't it? You know? <laughs> They got little, they got little arms, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. They dropped it. Well, they'd have to put their necks really low to look at the screen because their arms don't stick out far enough. Yeah. Fingerprint would be shit. <laughs> It'd be scratched to death. Yeah. I don't anyway. want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to. I don't want to leave it. This is the end of the year. This is it. I mean, we have fucking rambled. Expect no yeah. more though from two idiots that have just um set up a podcast but about. The thing is though. <laughs> I always say it. I would have easily just phoned you and just chatted for shit for two hours anyway. It doesn't matter, does it? No. No. And soon enough, as soon as we leave this podcast, I'll go and get a cup of coffee and I'll probably just text you. Text me. (laughs) It's like I'm like always missing you, I think. Likewise, mate. Some sort of complex I've got. I think if um, if you come up next week, we can do the transfer of the beers. And uh, get breakfast or a lunch or something. Yeah, definitely. Or we're just making plans on the podcast now, are we? Yeah. By the way, if anyone's see, listening a, and this episode is it, out by in, then, in a few you wanna... years, mate, you can't be doing that in a few years because people like will work out where we're going, and then they already know the year that my fucking mum was born, <laughs> and they know a lot about my dad already. <laughs> you will be knocking on the door. You'll be getting fucking hand like hands coming through the letterbox trying to. Grab I'm gonna have to you. move. I ain't gonna be allowed in Stroud anymore, am I? It's gonna be. Not, yeah. not after you get the key to the city. Is it even a city? No, definitely no, not. The town. Yeah. The mayor will give you the key to the town. The greatest export of Stride. I want the key to the bakery. What the artisan? The artisan, yeah. Not skilled enough. <laughs> the artisan you podcast. The, you have to go to the artisan key maker. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right. <laughs> so. Can we let's end this properly? I'll, I'll happily sit here in silence. <laughs> we're not, no, no, we're not, um, we're not putting a date on when we're doing our next series. We don't know what we're doing yet because we need to clear our heads. It's currently, as of recording, the 17th of December. I think we will be releasing this episode around the 27th between Christmas and New Year at some point. Yeah, do you would randomly then how many, do you, how many other people like us are there? How many people are out there putting podcasts out there? That are just like startups with loads. Do you reckon? Yeah. Well, no, I don't know. But yeah, I think there's quite a lot. But why? What was the. You... No, I just wondered. wondered. You're just wondering why we're not getting millions of listeners in the Christmas holidays? Because what else <laughs> have anyone got to do? Especially when we go into another lockdown. No, just... I just. I, just, I mean, I, just, I need more names for my hit list. That's all. Oh, yeah, of course. <clears> of course. <throat> we'll put yeah. Jesus on there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's. That's one for your dad, isn't it? Yeah, probably best left to win. All right, we'll be back in the new year. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to all. Um, and we will be back on Twitter very soon to let you know what's coming next when we've worked it out of ourselves. If you are still listening, here's a test then. Here's a really great fucking test. Let's, right, 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 right. We'll be able to see the numbers anyway, but when we see the numbers, we don't know who's made it all the way through. We would absolutely love it because this is a, a long... Should, should, should we put a bet on how many people's going to do it? I'll put one. You think only one? I, I think I will get four. I think we will get four. So what I want is four 
either messages on Twitter or tweets directly, whatever. Just contact us on Twitter, or saying? if you haven't got Twitter on what, Instagram. What's the keyword? What's and the keyword? I, exactly. I just want you to. I just want you to message and tell me how you would fight Jesus Christ. I want you to, if Jesus had come down, my old man's just lost in a fight and now you're taking up the gauntlet he's, to fight he's Jesus. Trying, he's on the floor trying to tag you and, in. Yeah, you're you're my dad's tag team partner to fight Jesus because he's realized it's a bigger, because <laughs> Jesus has come with the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. So there's three of them. So my old man needs, three. <laughs> my old man needs a partner or two. It's immediately three on two. <laughs> so the, the, the blood is wine. So they're all just they're like like drunk fighting, constantly drunk fighting. <laughs> they're just pissed, and you need to tell us Not a fair how fight. you need to tell us how you fight. And to be honest, direct message us by all means. But I would love it if you just tweet us and Your say, dad, "This is how I fight Jesus. Jesus Christ in this fight." <laughs> you just like if you punch him and like you break like break the skin. Mm. Does bl- does wine come out? <laughs> Your dad would be there with a cup trying to catch it. Yeah, but then he's like, this is that £2.19 wine. <laughs> this is shit. <laughs> the, bottle's, the bottle's worth £1. This is fucking rosé. <laughs> oh, shit. Right. right. We love I'll you battle. all. Leave it there. Peace. Merry Christmas. If you've made it to the end, what is wrong with you? Nah, I'm only kidding. We really appreciate your support. We'll be back in 2022 with something new be it the next series of Killer Camp, Wiki Gold, or a guide on how to wrestle Jesus.